<laughs> the Joe Rogan Experience Podcast is brought to you by the Fleshlight. A lot of people are like, what the fuck is that? You leave your Ustream on and then it just comes onto that. <laughs> the fuck Scares did the I fuck do, man? The Joe Rogan Experience is brought to you by the Fleshlight. And if you go to JoeRogan.net and click on the link for the Fleshlight and throw in the code name Rogan, you will save yourself a lot of money. We found out, 15% to be exact, we found out that um, the, the, the Joe Rogan Experience listeners who call into the Fleshlight are much more likely to buy them, the people that, uh, that click on the website, much more likely to buy them than the average listener. Yeah. Which and many, many, many times, which is kind of crazy, but maybe sad. Maybe we're all a bunch of fucking twisted perverts. Yeah, your your listeners are, are the <laughs> listeners are all pervs for sure. Um, if you go to uh, JoeRogan.net, there's also a link for Alpha Brain. What's Alpha Brain, Joe? Oh, do you have any? Yeah, I do. I got boxes. I just need more. I, I, I've now become you, Joe. The last uh, since you gave me that last bottle, I've been the doing last it batches, every morning. The, all the issues that uh, people started having about sensitivity, we've uh, eradicated them. I was this, one of them. this batch, yeah. But it still has the same kick to it. Yeah, it's um. You have to go to onit.com for all the information because I'm not a fucking scientist and I'm a little stoned. But onit is O N N I T, and what Alpha Brain is is a nootropic. It is a cognitive enhancing supplement. You know. It's a very slippery slope when you start advertising shit, you know, when you start selling things and people know that the words that are coming out of your mouth are designed to make money. And so they just assume that you'll be full of shit. Like, I can't tell you how many fucking assholes I've had to deal with online that say that it was a fucking placebo. You're ripping people off for a placebo. It is absolutely not a placebo. There's no way nootropics would get to this point through the scientific Community, scientific community, scientific through the scientific community, through the supplement community. There's, there's no way. It's these are not placebos. They use them on Alzheimer's patients. There's you know, a considerable amount of both anecdotal evidence, research, and more research is being done. And particularly by us, we've got we're running it right now. Um, we're running some double blind placebo study. It takes months to do these things, and I don't want to talk too much about it until after it's over. But if the results are bad, I'll tell you. Do not worry. If the results are good, I'll tell you. Don't worry. I believe in supplements. I've always used them. I take every day. I take fish oil. I take chelated minerals. I take multivitamins. When I don't, I don't feel as good. I don't have as much energy. When my diet sucks, I don't feel as good either. When I'm not eating healthy, I don't feel as good. I, I believe it's very important to take care of this body, to take care of this vehicle. It doesn't mean you know that you have to fucking be a vegan and you can't ever have sh- cheat days and eat ice cream. That's bullshit. I just think the majority of the food that goes in your body should be healthy. The majority. If you want to have a burger, want to have a fucking burger, man. What are you going to live forever? But the majority of your food should be healthy. And on top of that, I am a big fan of supplementation. There's a thing that I was talking about, sledgeline. This is some new uh, compound that's supposed to also, it's not some new one. I, I just took it today for the very first time. So uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it does if it makes me feel any different. I just took it like an hour ago, so I'm not even sure when it kicks in. I wish there should be though somebody that regulates 
all of these yeah. to, to make sure that you should be able to take what you're taking and and alpha brain you know like mixing right. that kind of shit well with wonder- vitamins you don't have to worry about that shit but you what you can worry about is when you get into like compounded drugs and and ssris like you know the the issue that a lot of people have had with taking uh new mood mm-hmm. which is another supplement we have which is a 5-htp supplement and 5-htp there are issues that people have that are taking antidepressants so if you're taking an antidepressant essentially it's giving you a bunch of uh dopamine a bunch of serotonin rather and uh it's uh, it's giving it to you like the the antidepressants are you're getting it from the antidepressants and you're also getting it from uh the 5-htp which is really basically a, a natural antidepressant i mean the word antidepressant, I mean, what is really going on? Well, what's really going on is when you're depressed, your serotonin's down. It doesn't necessarily mean that your life is any different, but now all of a sudden you're enjoying it. And there's a big debate on that. You know, mm-hmm. There's a big debate on whether that's smart and whether or not a lot of people are taking antidepressants and fucking with their brain chemistry when what is really going on is they're in a shit stage of their life. And if they can learn by these bad feelings and learn by the lessons, they could possibly move to a better place in life where you know you eliminate all these things that are making you feel bad, improve upon all these areas that you have real problems with, and then you won't have these bad feelings all the time. You won't be quote-unquote depressed. But I know people that have had fucked up lives, man, that have used antidepressants and gotten themselves back on track and then weaned themselves off of it and are really happy today. I have a friend that for, you know, he was he was on the verge of committing suicide, he said. He was super, super depressed, terrible life, terrible childhood, you know, very abusive childhood. But when, when he got on antidepressants, he got his shit together. And then once he got his shit together, he met his wife, he fell in love, he started a business, became very successful with his business, then slowly weaned himself off the antidepressants. And now he's very happy. And he's convinced that his state of mind was directly related, his depression was directly related to how shit his life was. But antidepressants saved his life you know if everybody's story was like that i wouldn't even be remotely skeptical you know i would say hey you know obviously this is a great thing but human beings we're some slothy fucking slovenly cunts and if we find just any excuse to take a pill oh i need a xanax i can't deal i can't deal there's a lot of that going on i want some trim spa help me out i'm I'm so fat i need trim spa um i still have a bottle of trim spa that shit will kill you no No, really that's not fen fen right no, no, I don't trend, know what it is. is it, it's not like um, but rip fuel. Rip fuel will kill you. I used to do rip fuel <laughs> in high school. Kill you it won't kill everybody. It only kills pussies, but it will kill you. You're crazy. I don't know why I used to do that though. I think it was like people speed. took it. Yeah, speed. It is speed. It's like just like caffeine is speed. I remember when caffeine took is speed. What is speed? Speed's a nickname for things that are like accelerants, things that fucking fire your heart rate through the roof. That shit's terrible to do jujitsu on. I did jujitsu on it once. I almost had a heart attack because it was like it was like being on crank. Like you have, your heart is already pounding too hard. And jujitsu is all about like maintaining your heart rate. Like it's all about like keeping a pace going and uh, you know and, and not wearing out. Like if you just try to sprint real quick, then you're gonna get tired, and then the guy's gonna choke you. Like it's all about like and then the rip fuel is the worst for that shit. It's terrible for your cardio. You're like. <laughs> I remember the bottle. It's I can see legal. the logo. It's not legal, right? They, they got rid of it, right? I, they might have changed the formula because I, I feel like I've seen it recently. My point about all this alpha brain, all this supplement stuff is anything that I'm telling you about is something that I use and I believe in. That's it. 
I don't need to do this. I don't need to sell these things. I'm selling these things because they're legit, because I support them, because I use them. I get the benefits from them. I believe in them. And then, after all that, we make money from them. We make it as fair as possible. I'm trying to rip off no one. I want everyone to feel like they had a good interaction. So the way it works is when you buy your first order of 30 pills, if you don't like it, you get 100% of your money back. You don't have to send the pills back. You don't have to send the bottle back. You don't have to do shit. You just say, this sucks. Give me my money back. That's how much we believe that you will like it and you will want to keep using it. There's nothing better in this life than doing your best to improve your quality of thinking and the quality of thinking that you have when you've done your best and you're, you're taking care of your body and you improve your quality of thinking, you make better choices. When you make better choices and you think about things better, your life becomes better. I think there's no more important thing in this life than maintaining a quality of thinking. And uh, that's what I use Alpha Brain for. And uh, that's why I endorse it. That's why I take three of these bitches before every podcast. Three? Mm-hmm. How many? Okay. Two. Yeah, I took four. It gave me a jitter. Yeah. Well, the last one I used four, to take four. three. Cause, but then I started getting that, that slight headache. Four was like I had a shaky hand when I was playing pool. Yeah. <laughs> I just think, uh, you know, if you were playing football or something crazy, I think four would be great. Um, but, what you know, the the thing that I've been getting into lately is the shroom tech, this uh, – Cordyceps mushrooms uh, supplement, mm-hmm. dude, is a hundred percent legit. I had way more energy than I deserved last night. I was the last guy on the mat. I'm never the last guy on the mat, but I took five of those fucking things. It says take four, but I took five. Jesus, I took Jeff. five right before class. It was awesome. You're gonna overdose. <laughs> it's just mushrooms. It's just <laughs> mushrooms and B12. And B12, you don't overdose on. You piss it all out. But man, it's amazing how you can. Affect your energy levels by nutrients. Really amazing. You know, I, like I said, I've eaten like shit for a few days, and especially as I get older, I really feel it much more now than when I was 20. When I was 20, I felt like I could eat a, eat a cheeseburger and then go work out, and it wouldn't even hardly bother me that much. But yeah. now, it's just every little thing has to be in order for my body to feel smooth. Anyway, go to onit.com, uh, check out all that shit. Check out all the different supplements that are available. I stand by them. We got kettlebells, kettlebells rather coming out. They'll be coming out very soon. I definitely want to get some uh, of those. Yeah, I think they're already on the up on the website. I've, We're just trying to figure out the the pricing and the shipping. It's very fucking expensive to ship cannonballs. Yeah. Those are like cannonballs with handles. That's why it should you, the, the, whatever makes it heavy should be something that you could just buy at a grocery store. But yeah, but no one's going to do that. I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> what if it was something like, oh yeah, it's just a bunch of pepper. <laughs> be the lightest kettlebell of all time pepper that's the most ridiculous shit i've ever heard they have some that you fill up with water but again you can't make it heavy enough you know if i want a 50 pound kettlebell to train with i have a bowling ball bag that i bring on the road with me right. if i want to bring them on the road because all i have to do is bring one i don't need a, a, a gym anywhere if i bring one 50 pound kettlebell i got one workout that i do with a 35 pound kettlebell it's fucking awesome man. it's a brutal workout and it's a 35-pound kettlebell. Yeah, I need to get them. I always see them at Target, and I always want to buy one. I've just been using my Pekingese instead. Dude, you know what you need to do for real? You need to just take up something like spinning. I don't have time for do, it. Do any – you got – make my, some time. Just, There's people that work full-time jobs and train for the Olympics, man. You got time. I'm too busy. Son, get realistic. 
if you really wanted to do something, you would join a gym. Join a gym. I, I have and, a and gym membership. That's I'm mean, paying for it. Mo- join month. join a gym and go to like some classes. Go to like yeah. a hardcore class. Yeah. Where you you enjoy it. Somebody else is making you do it, and then it's over. You're doing it with everybody else in the class. It's a really easy way to get a good workout in. Yeah. I know a friend that's going to a yoga class, so I'm waiting till she graduates so I can be her first person. <laughs> Why don't you just go to yoga? Because I don't want to do it in front of other people. You I want my own private yoga instructor in my bedroom or something. You should, you should go to yoga class and meet some that's, chicks. That's embarrassing. Yoga bitches, son. Yoga people are embarrassing. They some of them all the time. There's too many uncomfortable moments in yoga. Well, what's really uncomfortable is when you talk to them and they bring up like crystals and energy. Yeah. And that's that's where yoga crosses the line. Right. It crosses, crosses the line into fuckery when you start worshiping rocks and the energy that come off these rocks. And you start... You know, sacred this and sacred that. Unless you're fucking around, you say sacred. <laughs> you know, you have to be fucking around or talking about like war or something like that. That's it. That's the end of the commercial. Um, go to joerogan.net. Use the code name Rogan. Click on the link for Alpha Brain. Use the code name Rogan. And save yourself 10% off. All right, you dirty bitches. Joe Rogan Podcast. Check it out. The Joe Rogan Experience. Train by day. Joe Rogan Podcast by night. All day. Powerful internets. I gotta wear this uh, this T-shirt that I got from these kids in Canada. B- Blue Gorilla Blue Radio. Gorilla. They sent it's out in the hallway. Cool. I'll go get it. But I just did this uh, show in Edmonton. Man, these fucking shows. It's all. I, there's many times where we're doing these shows and hanging out after these shows where I'm like. Well, this feels like it's some sort of a weird dream or something. This doesn't seem realistic. It doesn't seem like that, you know, there's... It's When you're just sitting around and it's just you and me, and this is how this all started. It's you and me and a laptop just sitting around. And then you think of the fucking numbers of people now that, that tune into this thing. It's very surreal because to us, we're still in the same spot. <laughs> we're still doing the same thing. We're still sitting in my fucking hoarder's office with boxes. <laughs> this of is shit. turning into hoarder's office. Oh, it's this ridiculous. Is like Don Barris's bathroom. I got to throw ev- almost everything out. It's like a lot of it is like gifts, though, from people that. Uh, yeah, you have a lot of cool swag here, man. Yeah. And a lot of Apple products that are unopened. Just the, the big one. Just the <laughs> What's iMac. that thing over there? You got a bag over there with an Apple something. Uh, some know. stuff in there. It's fun here. Well, my hard drive crashed, so I had to get a new hard drive. Yeah. So I had to get a new uh, iMac. My shit's been acting, all my Macs have been acting really fucked up lately. And there's two things that that, that are really, what? It's a government, man. Uh, no, well, one is uh, the iPhone has a problem that no one has been talking about, I haven't seen, where the text messages are disappearing right in front of your eyes. Like, go yeah. sit there, open it up, and suddenly the text message just disappears. Well, I told you, you sent me a photo, right. and the photo vanished. Right. I looked down, and I saw the preview of the photo, and I said, oh. And then I went back to my thing. I, did, I was in the middle of playing pool, so I didn't look at it. Right. Then when I went back to look at it later, it was gone. Yep. That shit's been happening to me more and more, and I don't hear anybody else talking about it's the it. government the government's stealing our text messages. our text messages yeah they're gonna find out how fucking boring we really are yeah. talk a lot of shit talk yeah. a lot of shit on the podcast occasionally smoke pot Ooh, 
dangerous. And the second thing is the flash on Safari and Chrome and everything has been really horrible lately to the point where it's been freezing up my computer until I move the cursor down to the toolbar. And then for some reason, I don't have to click on anything. I just move the cursor down to the bottom and it unfreeze everything. And it's really weird. I don't, it's... Hmm. It's, it's, Do you think that's a memory issue? Is that a, no? It's the government, Joe. The government, man. Government's in Flash. Yeah, government's what are, in Flash. What are they going to learn from Flash? They could learn a lot from Flash, right? Because I guess a lot of those probably pornos that are online are Flash, aren't they? Yeah, yeah a lot of them are still Flash, but a lot of them have been switching over to HTML5, which seems so to be can, decent. That's so you can watch them on iPads. Yeah. Once they realized that people were going to iPads, right? It's amazing. I think they should figure that out by now, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's amazing how how porn just evaporated before our eyes as far as like as an industry. My next door neighbor's a, a, a porn guy, was my next door neighbor years ago down the street. And uh, I think they just repossessed his house or something like that. It's um, these guys like were like high on the hog. I mean, these guys, I know dudes who are in the porn business who are making millions and millions of dollars. I mean, they had incredible cars. They had these beautiful houses. These guys were making fuckloads of money selling DVDs. Well, the internet just took the wheels out from under them, mm-hmm. like completely. And that's an industry that's like, nobody talks about that because the there's some hidden sort of a, a moral like judgment that you pass on porn till it's like fuck them they didn't deserve it they didn't deserve the money they were making you know they deserved it they got it on the back of exploited women and they you know blah 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 for for whatever reason we make a distinction it's legal and it's a business but it doesn't need to be bailed out as much as cars do car companies like we can't lose chevy but if we lost vivid pictures who gives a fuck but then the hypocritical aspect of it is Fucking! This is a billion-dollar industry. This is everybody's using it. Right. Like to pretend that everybody's not using it is insanity. Like the amount of people that are online that are looking at porn, it's something crazy. It's something like porn is forty percent of everything online. Something nutty like that. I forgot. Pulled that right out of my ass. <laughs> I think I might have read that, but I can't keep track of all these numbers. Uh, you stop and think about that number. That's a lot of goddamn people, and everyone's pretending this this industry doesn't need to be saved. You right. know, they 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 couldn't get any respect if they wanted to try to get a bailout for the government because the economy went south. The government would be like, "What the fuck are you talking about? What are you going to do, man? What are you going to do with no porn? How well, are you going to get by?" I think it's like everything though. Like, look at like you know, yeah, porn is now not making money because now the access to being able to do porn is so much easier. Yeah. Radio station DJs aren't making as much money, and they're failing because now podcasting has been able to t- to reach <coughs> and easily. You can do it at your own house now, yeah. and have your own radio show, and that's just like TV. That's like every single thing ever now because everything's now more diluted. You're more, it, it's more accurate to what you want to see. Like I want to see a band that's a, two people are dead and the drummer's still alive you know it's probably out there on the internet if that's your fetish if that's your thing if that's your music choice where before it was kind of like whatever you were pumped or whatever was available at the cd shop right right and whatever you were sold on the local radio station so money's just more scattered now and like porn is easier now because like me i can now watch some girl that's a waitress in fucking indiana you know put a a dildo in her ass for free you know i'm gonna watch that i'm gonna spend my (laughs) fucking i've never spent money 
on porn in my life. Now I'm fucking spending $20 a month <laughs> sending it to her. And that's what a lot of these porn websites used to charge, $20 a month. Yeah, but so you are you go to webcam sites? And- fucking webcam sites. These are real people. These are real <laughs> fucking people. You're like blue collar even in your jerking off. Dude, you're, like, you're like mid-America. It's you don't great. even like them that hot, right? You like them like a... I like normal like looking fucking girls. Yeah. <laughs> Hot, normal girls six, that are six. Just, yeah. Six, but she's got a nice smile. But once in a while, I'll click on the Africa checkbox on the very bottom because you could, oh. uh, you know, a lot of these websites, you can choose what countries you want to see. Whoa. And so I'll just see a bunch of African women sitting around and going, hey, you know, and they're really? a lot of lesbian African <coughs> fat women, I've noticed. Wow. They just probably get tired of dudes raping them. They yeah. just go lesbo. Yeah. Wow, African. What are they? Are they jerking off with gourds or anything crazy like no, that? No, they're they're pretty uh, basic. And it's funny, like the vibrators into the different countries, how they look. Like the ones that they were using really <laughs> did seem like antiques, you know, like wooden or or you know something <laughs> like that. Where like and then you go to like you click on Asia and all those girls, they're either Vietnam Vietnam where they're using bamboo sticks and stuff like that, or they're actually like Japanese where they have like, these high tech vibrators, like like ones you've never seen before that look like fucking dolphins with hats on. It's crazy. Wow. How many different webcam shows have you uh, watched? If you have to Oh, I, I do it every night. Every it's it's night. my new Twitter, man. I, I go to it every time I want to masturbate now. I go to My Free Cams, and I have no connection with these guys. It's my favorite. My Free Cams, I fucking love it. I so follow you, about you, five different people on How it. does it go if you go to My Free Cams? Like it's we the, well, one, there. it's the worst design website ever. And and I, I don't know who owns it, and if they ever listen to this, really spend the money on your website. That shit's so fucking crazy. Uh, but you, you just get this checkerboard of cameras. And it's you just scroll down, you choose what options you want, you cho- click on one of them, and then it's usually free. And what you do is just hang out in this okay, chat room. I'm looking at it now. It's just a bunch of photos of girls. Those are their each- asses sticking out. These can't all be real girls. Yep, those. Yep, those are all. Oh no, go to uh, like home or what's online right now. What's online right now? Just click on my free camera right here. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. what's online. Yeah, these are girls that are online. Yeah, Models uh, online. Yeah, these are girls that are online. And then when you... Uh, and then you just go to them? Yeah, you go to them. And when you log in, then it shows little previews of them. And so every time you log in, you just see a bunch of previews. Oh, this girl's just playing with her titties. Yeah, she's just playing with her titties. Wow, this is bizarre. Bizarre. And the thing is, is you'd never have to spend money there. You know, ever. But... You, this is so strange. One of my also one of my favorite things to do is what you do is you put twenty bucks in at a time. You get kind of like points, you know. Yeah. And so my favorite thing to do is you can also spy on like private shows, like these girls are doing with other people, you know. And, and it costs more, but you kind of jump in real quick, and you're just like, "What's going on in this creepy room? Like, what, what's what's this guy making this girl do? You know what I mean? <laughs> How can you spy on private rooms? Uh, it will say that the show's private, and then underneath it, it says "Spy on private show." What? <laughs> yeah. So you could just sit there and that shit's ridiculous. <laughs> That's not private then. Yeah, but if you know it going in, you know you're like, all right, whatever. Because it's a lot of money. Like I'll do it like ten seconds time. Like right when I know I'm about to come. Okay, I'll find a private show real quick. I'm like, okay, now, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a little bit hotter. You know? it's, it, it's <laughs> but I don't understand how they can sell it as private. That's it's the it's, liars. That's the whole, you could be a hundred percent private, like, oh. or you could be like this mid private. And what? so the mid privates are what most people do because if it's 
100% private. It costs more for the person to do the private show. Oh, okay. So, so you can't – so there's some – people want to get really freaky. They're 100% private. 100% private. Or you just go on offline on Skype or something. A lot of these girls have their Twitters, so it's cool because then you can start following them on Twitter. So you, it's, 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 it's the new porn. It's still there. And a lot of these porn girls, like Sammy Rhodes, uh, she's always on my free camps, and she fucking puts on amazing shows. And it's <laughs> – I, I hate watching it because I'm friends with all these guys, but it's just like as, as a uh, as a go to person. You hate watching, yeah. Well, the when you know the person you and you know watching, but uh, <laughs> no, it's creepy. I, Why to would me, that's you creepy. Watch it if you hate watching. Well, as I just was going to say to new people, if you ever see her online, she's really good. Or Veronica Ricci's on there all the time. Okay. Don't watch her, but I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, why did you? I don't know. How much can a girl make in one of those things? Uh, I know off a different website called Streammate, which is the same thing, but I just kind of prefer my free cams because it's a better uh, quality for right. me. But Streammate also has these girls that uh, – I know this one girl that gets together and they – for a weekend, they'll do shows you know, four hours a night for three days and they'll both walk home with like $2,000, which is wow. – uh, if you're a stripper, if you're, if you're feature dancing, that's kind of what you make to, right. for a weekend. But that's – you have to travel and right. you have to have dicks in your mouth and stuff. Yeah, you don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. This is uh, very strange, man. It's addictive, dude. That's that's my next Twitter right there. I what, fuck Twitter. I, I've been my free camming. People don't realize, like, we're we're talking about page after page after page of hundreds and hundreds of avatars, and they're all hot chicks, and they're it's live crazy. on camera. And what's crazy is that there's a lot of old ladies. There's fetishes for everybody. There. There's this one old lady. I love her. She reminds me like she's an old mom from Jersey, like like uh, like the old lady from Goodfellas or something like that, with the the the, the, the glasses with the fisheye glasses. We could barely see her eyes, and like she'll just have her boob out. Go, you come on, you want to get in a private show? Ooh. You know. I bet you know what it's like fishing in a pond that doesn't have much fish. Yeah, you, know, you do what you gotta do. Yeah, <laughs> take advantage of your area. He probably doesn't get few. Dude, I'll jerk off to a couple of those girls, old ladies. Yeah, just because you don't see it every day. It's like well, looking at a girl's ankle in the 1700s. You don't see it, you know. Ooh. So like, there's like old ladies, or there's uh, you know, like black, really old black fat ladies. That kind of turns me on once in a while. It's because you don't see that. You don't masturbate to that every day. Some of these bitches. Are just they just sit there and do nothing. Those big giant tetars. Yeah, but that's what's cool is when you find when you create an account, you could see re, it refreshes all these avatars. So you can see who's doing what. Like like you're like, oh, I'm clicking on the girl with the dildo in her. She hands. muted everybody. Yeah, how dare she? Uh, yeah, because you have that's why you have to create an account because you can't chat until you actually put some yeah, tokens well, in. Yeah, I'm not doing any chat. Well, Jeff, what do you trust do? me, you will. <laughs> when, when you chat, <laughs> when you chat, what do you talk to these girls about? Uh, hey, I usually so, just say so. Olive Garden. I want to take you to Olive Garden and things that's like that. <laughs> yeah, and it makes them laugh every time. They're like, "You want to take me to? I love Olive Garden." They all love the Olive well, Garden. Well, one of these days you're going to be doing this to a girl who knows the show. Oh, it's already happened. She's, dude, dude. You tell her who you are? Because I've talked about the, this website before. I'll say like Olive Garden and people would be like, Desk God for Life, bitches, and stuff like oh, that. Oh, shit. That's hilarious. Dude, a lot of our listeners are already on the shit. There's a lot of these girls that are really hot. Yeah. I can't believe this. This is so crazy. It's like peering into this world of hot girls that are taking off their clothes and they're just sitting around here. The window's really small, though. Does it oh, expand? Oh, you expand it. There's those five dots on the right side of the webcam. Oh, jeez. You just drag that shit. Do whatever you want. Do some screen... Ca- no, never mind. Wow. Screen... Ca- oh, that's oh. right. Because <laughs> then they know. <laughs> then they'll fix Aww, it. Aw, sweetie, why are you smoking? 
That bums me out. A lot, of, a lot of marijuana use. Marijuana of- use doesn't bum me out, man. But when I see a chick with a cigarette, I'm like, sweet. There's this black girl. I wish I could remember her name on it. And she never really shows her face too much. And, but she has a hot body, and she always has this huge fucking dildo just suction cupped onto the coffee table. And the camera's always just her butt, just teasing it, like like she's just going to take the whole thing. Oh. And, and she, but she talks like, oh, my God, I'm such a bad little girl, Daddy. Do you want to take this, Daddy? <laughs> and it's like the creepiest. Do you know how they have those uh, previews? Like if you you click on some porn sites, they have like a preview. You have to watch their cam a commercial for their cam right. site before they show you the actual porn. Yeah. They had, you know, you don't, you get different ones every time. I don't know who is editing these fucking things, but one of them was this chick. She was she was at least like I would say 35, 40 pounds overweight. She was black as coal, and the bottom of her feet were in front of the camera. So I was like, the bottom of her feet, which were really pink. It was like an odd pink. And her feet are like bucking in front of the camera while she is fucking the shit out of her black, black pussy with this dildo. It could not have been a, a least sexual thing. It was like, it was, it was like, like grunting and shit it was i mean i guess it was sexual if that's what you're into but mm-hmm. for me it was like what the mm-hmm. fuck are, like i would i would put my boner away like you made me watch <laughs> that for a minute it's like what are you trying to do who's who's looking at that and going yeah she'll fuck me there's certain girls where you go she'll fuck you you know you look you look at the guys they fuck on film and the things that people do to them and you know girls that like drink a glass of cum or guys pull their eyes lids open and shoot lows in their eyes that girl, fuck yeah. That girl, that poor kid. That poor kid doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. She's a, a little fuck zombie. On my free cam, just try to search for this name, Apple Bottom Teen. That's the black chick. And if she's online, just turn up your speakers and fucking sit back and, yeah. and enjoy life. I can't watch this and do a show at the same time. <laughs> It'd be too oh yeah. Uh, do you want a blanket for your boner, dude? Here. <laughs> <laughs> That's just been sitting here jacket. watching stream. What if your jacket makes my boner bigger? Hey, I've been oh. sitting on it and it's warm. It might feel good. Oh, bet it would. <laughs> <laughs> so is the uh what is the profit? How do they make profit from this site? Uh the girls get a, a fraction of whatever money is donated to them. And I I don't think it's very good. I'm sure there's other websites that are a lot better like my free camps that does not pay the girls as good as a lot of the other websites. Oh, really? Um but Wow, this bitch's name is Fuck Me Hard. Really? Yeah. If you find Apple Bottom Teen, dude, you're going to love it. Some bitches just leave their camera and leave the room. That shit is rude. <laughs> this bitch oh, there's a lot of that, too. Fuck me hard. How dare you fuck me hard, 69? You need to see in your fucking computer desk. How dare you? They just get lazy. It's probably They probably like live their whole day in front of the webcam just yeah. trying to collect money. Yep. Wow, what a weird way for chicks to get attention. And some of them really fucking love it, I bet. They love that every time they log on, there's thousands of guys waiting to beat off to them. You know? Yeah. That's like got to be kind of a trip. And I bet if a lot of chicks have shit jobs and they start doing this and raking in the cash. That's what I'm saying. You know how, I mean, just like doing podcasting from your house, how easy is it to that you can just now have a job that you can do from your house? And that's what these girls are doing. They're like, why do I want to be you know, a waitress at Chili's when I can fucking make twice as much at home just fucking showing my butthole yeah isn't it what a crazy roll of the dice it is for a girl to be born hot such a powerful fucking roll of the dice yeah because it's really all you need 
for a lot of these girls. I mean, all they need is the just to have the right bone structure and the right dimensions and and the right look, and boom, everybody. I mean, it's just like hitting the lottery. I guess it sort of is for a dude too, but a dude's still got to go out and fucking make something happen. You can't be a loser and look like that. There's no losers that look like uh, what's her name, Christy Canyon. Remember that porn star? Mm-hmm. There's no losers to look like that. Even though she was a porn star. You know what I'm saying? Right. But she was so hot. She was the best example I could put out. <laughs> was What's, um, the fuck is her name? That Oh, Cindy Crawford. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to be a loser if you look like Cindy Crawford. You really can't be a loser. Right. She's just too hot. You know what I mean? I mean, like, you could be a guy and you could be, like, the male equivalent to Cindy Crawford, like bone structure wise, handsome wise, and still wind up fucking broken alone easily. You know, you, you're not going to be a loser if you look that good. <laughs> She's just too hot. This society like values it so much. Somehow or another, some wealthy man will find his way into her life and marry her away. But for a dude, shit, shit. This, you know, it's not worth as much. <laughs> it's not. It's not as much of a roll of the dice for a guy to be born good looking. For a, for a girl, if that's all you're trying to get done in this life, not saying that that's all every woman's trying to get done, mm-hmm. ladies. Don't get crazy. Don't don't get angry at me. That's not what I'm saying. Like that's all you're capable of. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying it's a fucking big deal. It's a big deal to be hot. Yeah, but you know, a lot of these girls in these rooms are not even hot at all. But that even makes it hotter because you this, like gr- this girl looks like somebody that would never do this, and she's <laughs> doing it. That's hot. I love this shit, man. I, I, I I've never like- been more addicted than p- to porn th- ever in my life, even Whoa. when I was eighteen. How long did this start off? When did this start happening? I don't know, man. I, I think I've always like Anthony. Uh, I don't from Opie and Anthony. Uh, there used to be this website that I used to be addicted to that he's always talking about. I forget the name of it. It was a webcam website. Pal Talk. Pal Talk. I used to pay for a membership for Pal Talk, and one of the best things is while the show's going on, used to go on, these girls that, that were fans of Opie and Anthony would just be sitting there shoving vibrators on <laughs> in their butt, and all of us would be watching. Even while they're wa- doing a radio show, everyone would be watching that shit also. Yeah. Didn't you show me that once at the tattoo place? Yeah, you were showing me. We were at the tattoo place yeah yeah and you were i uh, broadcasted your, when you were getting your tattoo yeah 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 I, and pal talk on um, pal yeah. talk and then you're showing me look at this girl what the fuck is she yeah, doing that's and just regular girls finger banging themselves yep. finger bang the girl had two fingers in her butthole and like whoa yeah. jesus that was one of our first uh broadcasts you know yeah doing that and doing green rooms but that i remember sitting there just with my uh laptop just pointing at you how many texts a day do you get to say death squad bitches uh twitters twitters oh uh, yeah oh not said text i mean yeah twitters facebook messages yeah it's funny how that all came out of some fucking silly meeting at the opie and anthony show mm-hmm. <laughs> a dumb thing to name yourselves death squad but because somebody else named us we're allowed, we're allowed to keep it. <laughs> Have you heard the band Death Squad? I think it's no. Called. Is there a band? There's a couple bands called Death Squad. Really? Yeah. There's a, there's there's a uh, a song called Red Band, which is actually pretty good to listen B-A-N to. B A N or B A N R A D B A N. I think it's the it's either the artist's name Red Band or the song is called Red Band. It's from Medina or something. Wow. Like, what year did it come out? Song. Uh, like a year ago, two years ago, something. Yeah. Like hmm. Wonder if he's a fan. I don't know. Podcast fan, maybe he likes you. I don't know. 
It's weird. Do you ever? Do you ever? Uh, do you ever want to sing again? Because you had that hit song. <laughs> And, and I think That's, somebody should dubstep that song. Oh, people! I, I really did have a song. It was only a hit in one town, though. T- Tempe, Phoenix, Phoenix. Yeah, in Tempe in Phoenix, Arizona. For whatever reason, there was these guys, uh, Tim and Mark. Shit! Why is it always like so hard to remember? Well, that's what Alfred sure is for. Supposed to take four a day. I fucked up. I totally took three. Um, they were they were great guys, um, and they uh, had a uh, radio station down there, and they played it. And they were like one of the few people that ever played it. And for whatever reason, it took off in one town. Like I sold way more records in Phoenix than I did anywhere else. It became one of the reasons why I filmed my 2005 special in Phoenix. Because I just had a bigger draw there than almost anywhere. It was real weird. You know, and, P- and when I started doing stand-up, people were like, do the song. I'm like, I can't fucking sing. Like I only, I only did that song because it was like... You know, it was broken up into like choruses. We could splice it all together. It was all done like in, uh, you know, like on a computer with, um, what is it called? What's Pro Tools? Mm-hmm. You know how they do it and move everything around? So it was like, you know, if I just did it by myself, then I'd have to practice and actually like start singing it. Like, I just want to do it for fun. And the idea was a Warner Brothers executive idea. His idea was if I came up with a, like a song, then they could play something on the radio and it would help sell the, the CD. So the song was about voodoo pussy. The song was called Voodoo, voodoo Poonanny. And you could probably find it on It's probably not even on iTunes because I don't think that CD is on iTunes. I'm going to get it put on iTunes. My first CD from 1999, Warner Brothers was bought out by Disney in the middle of my um, my time there. Warner Brothers Records. Yeah, Warner Brothers Records. I think it was Disney. But they went like super family values and my my CD was dirty as fuck. Right. My CD started out with two guys fucking each other in the basement. It's the, one of the most yeah. amazing. I'm sure everyone's heard it, but it was one of the most amazing skits ever. It's one of my favorite things I've ever done because I knew that uh, I could never do it anywhere else. I was like, I want to write something that's so fucked up, and it can't be. Uh, it can't be on stage. I can't do it on stage because I'd act it out. It wouldn't be as funny. You want to do it visually? No, I don't want to. See, I don't want to actually see it. I just—it's better to actually just hear this. Right. And what it is is these two guys who are gay, but they try to pretend that they're not gay. They just really like lifting weights, and it always winds up them fucking each other. <laughs> it always like you got a fucking great ass. It's round and muscular. Really? Yeah, but dude, I bet. I don't even think I can get my cock in your ass. Oh, come on. And it became, uh, you know, just this thing. And, you know, me and uh, Brian Callen did it. It's the Brian Callen's other voice in it. And um, the fuck is her name? God damn it. Kelly Kirsten. Kelly Kirsten. Yes. Kelly Kirsten. For real. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but you would say that name all the time. Kelly Kirsten. Kelly Kirsten. But you say it as Joey Diaz. Yeah, that was like an olive garden between me and Joey Diaz. Yeah, Kelly, uh, Kelly played my mom. Our mom, mine and Brian's mom. <laughs> That's so funny. And uh, Ginger Lynn introduced uh, Voodoo Panani on the uh, on the CD, and I got to do a thing with her the other day. I did Dave's old porn with her. Dave's old porn is first of all, it's. David Tell is so fucking funny, man. He's just one of those guys that's like, and he works hard, man. In between takes, they got notes and notebooks and shit, and they're going over scenes and what's a good scene and what about this and that and and you know, and then you, you sit there and you 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 watch these porns 
and then you do like Mystery Science Theater. Remember that show? Mm-hmm. You've, you've seen Dave's old mm-hmm. porn. For those who haven't seen it, you're sitting on a couch with Dave, and you're just kind of clowning on porn. Mm-hmm. And you realize the difference between porn then and now. So much more hair. So much more hair. So much more hair, and it was like they were like they were like all sexy. The real boob look back then yeah. was one of my favorite things because they all had really nice big natural boobs or small kind of, natural. Yeah, boobs. but they all kind of like hung a little. You oh, know, yeah, and they, 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 it was nice. Like Ginger Lynn yeah. had small boobs, but they were really nice. Yeah, they weren't small. They were. Like, I would say gingers were more like medium than it's, small, but yeah. And it seems like bigger areolas were more popular back then, or lately maybe girls' areolas have been shrinking for some reason. Maybe, maybe it's maybe nature. Cell phones mm, could be radiation that kills the bees. <laughs> It's it's just strange watching. Like we were talking about uh, whether or not society has changed, or whether or not people have uh, just got more access to it now. We see it more because of Twitter, but people have always been fucked up. And I say that porn is probably the best evidence that society's gotten more fucked up because there was like very little dark porn back then. There wasn't even there weren't even any slapping. You know, there's no dick slapping and there was no no pulling in the hair and shooting loads up their nose and stuff like that. Like they're doing they do like mean angry shit now. You know, it's like and there's, there's something hot about slobber all over your face and streaked mascara and mm. gaw, 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 yeah. gaw. Asa, Asa Akira, man. Uh, her latest DVD is one of my favorites. I, I forget the guy. I think his name's Rocco or, or something like that. Fucking just fucking man Like dragging her by the hair. And Whoa. She's just gagging. He's just fucking. Oh, and Nacho something. Nacho. Yeah, yeah, Nacho. That dude's awesome. <laughs> That dude is one of. I like the way he fucks. I, I don't think I, I have any. Like, I don't give a shit about porn guys much. Like, I don't ever well, look out good. for one. But that, that he, every time I see him in a movie, you he get fucking, excited. He's cool. He's, 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 a, he's a cool actor. He seems to be very violent with the girls. <laughs> he's great. Dragging her around by their hair doesn't seem to be a nice thing to do. Somebody that you want to fuck. Do you think some girls like that? Fuck being yeah. dragged by their yeah. hair? Yeah. I didn't. I never thought so. But yeah. Wow. They definitely do. I know girls like being choked. Yeah. Veronica always Not wanted me to slap me, a slapper. Yeah? She always was like, slap me in the face. I'm like, no. Whoa, don't say that because then you put it online, you fuck. And then- uh, she does bondage videos. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's dark, dude. You don't want yeah. to be slapped. I, I would be like, uh, I don't want to connect me beating the fuck out of you with something that's sexual. Yeah. That just seems like a bad idea. I had a girl that wanted to rape me. She wanted me to rape her, rather. <laughs> She would tell me. She would want to rape me too, but you know, she would actually tell me that she wants me to rape her. Yeah, like she wants to fight me off. I'm like, come on, that's that's not something you want to con- connect with sexuality with a yeah. dude. My sister always wanted me to do that. What? <laughs> Jesus, Brian! Don't you think that? Uh, <laughs> Wouldn't that be awful? They, come on, Brian, rape me? No, it's, it's like that's a taboo subject <laughs> because rape itself, obviously, is a deplorable act. But the fact remains that there are girls that get turned on by that deplorable act. There's girls that have these fantasies of getting like finding themselves in the wrong place and the wrong time and a fucking pack of wild thugs come out with 14-inch cocks and just force her to suck their dicks while the one guy bangs her from behind. There's girls who have fantasies. Like they're really scared, but they would really be excited, and they probably finger themselves thinking about that. And you know, they don't ever risk their actual physical well-being in life by putting themselves in a situation where that could happen. 
But the fact is, they could do that at any time. Mm. Girls can just drive around to a group of guys at any time and get out and go, hey, boys, what's going on? Let's not talk about this. And the guys will be like, hey, what's up? Come on over here. You want to suck my cock? Yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> it's not hard for a girl to find a cock to we suck. We shouldn't talk about it. Because once they figure that shit out. What do you mean once they figure it out? They're just going to wander around and get dick? <laughs> yeah. You don't think they know it already? Please, dude. Girls know it already. You don't think they know it already? They know it. Of course. They just play stupid. They have massive knowledge of their power. Mm-hmm. Women, women have power like a superhero. A hot girl, hot girl in a bikini or a hot girl in a miniskirt walking through a mall. Every guy stops and you just immediately go, like, oh, there is one. Because why? Because you know that if you were alone naked with her and she was blowing you, it would be outstanding. It would be such a great feeling to have that beautiful face sucking your cock. 75% no! chance, right? 75% chance that that, or that that girl does not have a give good blowjob. No, that's not true at all. I, th- I think about? more girls suck at blowjobs than are good at it. By a, a larger mar- mar- You're dating the wrong girl, son. It's very rare that you find a bad blowjob. It's hard to find a bad blowjob. If a girl's enthusiastic... If a girl's enthusiastic, just like if you're enthusiastic about her, if you're both turned on, she's going to give you a good head. Like, you're going to eat her pussy good. Like, when you eat a girl's pussy, aren't you trying to, like, you want her to feel as good as you can make her feel? That is the 100% goal. That's a woman's goal, too, when she's blowing you. You just. No, but I think maybe I'm more sensitive to teeth or something. Maybe you're just getting some lazy bitches that are chewing on your dick. That would suck. <laughs> Have you ever had a girl do that, though? Bite it? Yeah. No. Not, like, mad at me or anything. No. No. I yeah. always feel like, you know, like, especially back in the day when you did a lot of drugs and stuff, like, <laughs> I always thought these girls were just going to snap out of it and just oh my forget God. what they're doing and just start biting A mescaline flashback and chomp down on your ball bag. Ah! Some guy uh, recently got bit on the balls by a... I think it was a cop got bit on the balls by a um, by a convict. Guy wouldn't let go of his balls either. He's biting him through the pants like they had the guy like hey, strapped. Yeah, yeah. yeah, think of that, man. Think Shit. of that. Shit's happening, man. Ouchie. Bath salts. We're all going to be bitten the balls soon. Yeah, there's other people that have done bath salts that say it's no big deal. I have a feeling that <clears throat> bath salts are a bunch of different fucking things. Or it's just how your one. body reacts to bath salts, just like any other drug, you know? It's just like, fucking, you have somebody that's borderline schizo, and they fucking smoke weed, that person becomes fucking psychotic. Mm. That's a real good point. It's so true. People don't know, you know, people say, hey man, should I do mushrooms? It's, I don't know you. What the fuck, are you crazy? I would never tell anybody to do anything, although I tell everybody they should do mushrooms. <laughs> if I... <laughs> Drink. But when I say everybody, I don't mean everybody. I just mean everybody right. that's not fucked up. Right. If you're barely holding on to reality, I don't recommend psychedelic drugs. I don't recommend alcohol for sure. I don't recommend anything but get your shit together. You know, go to a doctor, find out what's wrong, you know, whatever. Whatever you got to do, get your shit together. That's more important than psychedelics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, that fucking cat helicopter shit that everyone's been Ooh. fucking flooding the tweets with. Uh, if you haven't heard about it, explain it to all the folks at home. Somebody's cat died, and, and to to remember him, he liked to make helicopters or something like that. And so he turned his cat into a helicopter. He stuffed it, and it made like his paws like spread out, kind of like you know that's like doing a snowman in the snow. And each one of them had like a helicopter fan on it. And then so he sits there and flies this dead cat around. And at first. I watched it and I was horrified. 
And then I was like, this is the coolest thing in the whole entire world. I hope this catches on because I could just imagine a bunch of cats, helicopters flying in the sky. And that would be cool if it became popular. <laughs> That's how Al Qaeda is going to attack. Yeah. But if there was cats everywhere in the sky at all times, like you'd be down, going down sunset and there's like everyone had their old dead cats. Like, that'd be cool. There'd be tons of cats everywhere. This really is crazy. But then I was thinking, what if it crashes and then it's like fucking nose falls off because it hits concrete or something? That would be disturbing. That would so now I, now I think it's creepy. Again. Well, you just got to need to put a helmet on them. Yeah, but then but you can't see its little fucking cat face. That's the funniest do? face ever. You you put a large plexiglass dome over his head like he's a space cat. Right. Even better. So now oh, he's wearing that's, a that's, space suit. His, his head is... Cool. <laughs> that's actually pretty cool. That's actually awesome. Or actually get the, the clear film companies that do the iPad like clear films to make like a clear armor. Like have an armor for your cat where it's just like some kind of crystallized shit. That's awesome. That is awesome. Did you uh, hear that there's another drone attack that killed some uh, top Al-Qaeda guy? Yeah, wasn't it Persian? Was uh, it Persian? Or was it uh, Siamese cut? <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine if the army starts really using cat cat weapon? That's, that'd be awesome. That's, can you imagine if like there was a, a country where like they used flying pigs because like oh, yeah. Muslims would be terrified of cows. pigs flying through the air? Flying cows. Only if you go to war with India. India. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they killed some dude in Pakistan. That's what it is. That's kind of fucked up, man. That we're not really in Pakistan, but Pakistan is the place where we try out all of our newest shit. Right? You know why we, is that? Because we can get away with it. We must have some sort of a weird deal with the government, or the government won't say anything. We're we're sending spaceships into their air. I mean, we're sending like some science fiction things that we're controlling from halfway around the world with a remote control. And they're they're launching missiles. I mean, it's really crazy that they're allowed to do that. I, you know, I'm look. I'm a hundred percent in supporting getting rid of bad guys and taking all the terrorists out and all that happy horse shit. The legit terrorists. But this is a crazy little precedent to set that you're allowing spaceships to fly around and launch missiles, hellfire bunker buster fucking missiles at these people. That's what they're they're called hellfire. They're they, they're allowed to spray rockets from the sky and blow you out of the ro- out of the road you're just wandering along you don't even know they're there they're like a mile away and a rocket comes and fucking you would disappear that's amazing yeah it's amazing that that's how we're doing war right now in pakistan that's the the peak of the technological war right now is going on right there and very few people are even aware of it you know you just hear drone attack that's what you hear, you know, on on the on the radio or drone attack on CNN. But you don't really stop and think about what the fuck that means. There's a remote controlled flying object that launches missiles at people, and they're watching a camera through it halfway around the world, pressing buttons and launching these things. It's incredible. The technology is just—it's amazing what they can do now. It didn't that one that crashed in Iran? It wasn't there was another moment where life feels like a fake movie? Where would they they fucking captured our shit and Obama goes to the news and talks about it? Well, we've asked for it back. That's what he said. We've asked for it back. Hey, you know that thing that we were flying around and we might have just shot rockets at you from the sky? Yeah, can you give that to us so uh, we could do that again? That's weird. <laughs> like what a, they asked for it back. Could you imagine that's if weird. Iran had some shit flying around over here taking pictures of us? Something that's got the capability of shooting missiles. That's crazy. But it didn't have any missiles on it, though, right? No, that one didn't. 
No, I can see that. One of my randoms. Just I wonder how far they can go. I wonder how far they super can fly. far. Probably. I bet some of them are solar powered, right? Probably. They must have at least something solar. <clears throat> have you seen that Fisker, the new solar powered uh, automobile? It's uh, mm. it's it's not solar powered. It's only partially solar powered. The um, like stereo and things along those lines. Oh, cool. The um, roof is a series of solar panels. Yes, I have seen that. It's a fucking beautiful car, man. Mm-hmm. You see, you take a picture. Look, look at yeah. online. It's like they finally got it right because these uh, shitty ass fucking Priuses and these disgusting things. Oh, by the way, number nine, ninth person I've ever seen throw a fucking cigarette out the the window of their Prius. You twats. I'm watching all you hypocrite cunts. It's just such a... I know some people do it for economy. I understand that it's not just... But I like to think that they're green and they're just hypocrites. Yeah, I mean, I would buy one. It would just be because I I don't feel like spending $90 every time I fill my tank up. Yeah, well, this is is a beautiful fucking car, man. This Fisker. Look at this thing, man. Take a peek at that. Look at that shit. It's amazing, man. What's it say? Recalls? Yep, they recalled them. <laughs> it's already them. been recalled. They already recalled them. There was a fire-prone hose clamp. Mm. This was uh, this was a while ago. Oh, no, it wasn't. It's today. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Recall. Realize partly cloudy days will be a, stranded. I thought it was January 5th. It's June 5th. Oof. Yeah, it's a fucking beautiful car, though. It's, they're so slow, though. I'm just so used to the 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 pep of a, a, a car that's quick, you know. Now I don't, I don't drive like an asshole, but <clears throat> I do love the engineering, the responsiveness of like a, a well-engineered car. Pirate Dice was at the comedy store last night. And he came. Yeah, he's going pirate now, right? Yeah, he's Dice pirate. Clay yeah, uh, wears a pirate patch to get discounts at stores. He I, is what the people say. He says because he says he's handicapped. He now? says he's a vet, or <laughs> and, and if they don't have a vet, they, then he goes a senior discount. Is what he's been telling people. Something. <laughs> Are you I think, serious? I think that's what he said. Saying he's or, so- or no handicapped discount, not senior. How hilarious <laughs> is his idea? I only take ten shirts <laughs> and then let the bidding begin. Oh. But he had his car there. He had a uh, what's the charger? Not the charger, but what's the Challenger? One? Challenger, I think yeah. it was Buick. Or, no, no, they're a Dodge. 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 Yeah, yeah. Buick. Uh, Hemi. His car was amazing, man. It made me want to. Oh him. yeah, those are sick. How much are those? They, they're, they're not, not that, that much, bad, right? Man. No, I think fully loaded. They're like forty grand. Oh wow! And they're beautiful. That shape is just so iconic. The Challenger shape. It's just like you know what it's like. It's like my old Barracuda, but it's not going to leave you stranded every couple days. Right. Those old cars, man. They look so badass, but they're des- the design involved in them. Like, there's it's so crude. Like drum brakes, they're so crude. Like you hit the brakes, it's like, and they barely stop the car. It takes forever. Now they have cars like the new Porsche, the 991, which is the, the new 911. The new Porsche 911 that just came out can stop from, uh, I think it's 60 miles an hour to, a hun- to zero in less than 100 feet. That's like crazy. It's, they do it in 96 feet. Wow. The new Corvette can do that too. Less than a hundred feet from sixty to zero. The old days, that shit would take you a mile. It was sixty miles an hour—not a mile, but it would. T- you, if you locked up, it takes a long ass time to stop the car. Now it's anti-lock brakes and traction control and all the the, the new shit that you could do now. 
the old cars are retarded. They're just useless to have. Unless you're just a hobbyist who loves the idea of like this old mechanical thing that you're switching the gears and all that. There's a lot of people that really do enjoy that. But what the Challenger's done is they've gotten like most of that old look and put it into a new car. You know, they mm-hmm. figured out they figured out how to keep that shape. It's not a good shape for handling. It's terrible. Like the design is not it's not smart. And that's a it's like a big heavy car too. So like they're not that good around corners and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Not like a Corvette right. or not like a car that's designed to do that. But, you know, for regular driving, they're great. Yeah. Aubrey Aubrey has one of those. Yeah. So does Tom Green. I was either thinking about selling my car because my car gets horrible gas mileage and getting something like that because I'm about to pay off my car finally. And I'm like, oh, I finally own this piece of shit. Right. It's not a piece of shit. It's a great car. But uh, And get something like that or just get a really shitty small car, like something like one of those little baby Fiats or, or those, you know, like the teeny little cheap cars. Well, dude, if you wanted to get a Mustang, um, if you wanted to trade your Ford in because maybe Ford would give you a good deal. Oh, yeah. I never thought about the, it. The, Ford the, on Ford. Yeah, the Mustang, the Boss 302, is not expensive. Mustang it's not expensive Boss at all. Yeah, the new uh, the new Mustang Boss 302, I think, is like 35000 bucks, and they fucking fly. And the new Mustang GT, just the GT, the GT is a fucking really good car, man. The GT is um, oh, 400 nice. plus horsepower just for the Mustang GT. And it's you know it's it's a little bit crude in its uh, design. It has a live axle, which is a it means the back end sort of bumps around a little bit. But it's a really fun car to drive. Why it's, why would they do that? Why would they do what live How, axle? Yeah, what's it? Um, well, it helps it helps drag racing. It helps keep the power down. They mm-hmm. they I mean it's not that bad. You know what it is is it's an older way of designing suspensions. But they uh, they made the best out of it. It handles well. You know, I mean, it doesn't handle as good as a car with independent rear suspension. But, I mean, the Mustang uh, 302, the Boss 302, it laps uh, racetracks faster than that Audi R8. You know, that Audi uh, space-looking car that uh, Everlast has? Mm-hmm. You know that thing? Mm-hmm. This, uh, this bus, um, the uh, Laguna Seca Boss Mustang can lap um, uh, racetracks quicker than that, wow. which is pretty amazing. Yeah, and it's uh, it's they only have uh, I think it's only four hundred and something horsepower. Yeah, but it's a uh, it's a dope car. It's like one of the best bargain cars. I think it's um, you know, if you like, if you wanted to get a bargain for like performance, it's you can only go American. There's no real bargains in as far as like foreign cars for performance. Yeah, like American cars like Hondas are not bad. Hondas, Hondas, or what? what the um, the little sports car yeah. thing they have, yeah, but you don't get that kind of performance. You don't right. get four hundred plus horsepower like you get in a Mustang. Right. You know that's uh, that's you're just not going to get that. It's not you're not going to get that kind of that kind of oomph. You know, it's like if you want a a, a fast car that's a, a foreign car. There's a few Japanese cars that are pretty quick. You know, like the three seventy Z's pretty quick, but they can't fuck with like this Mustang. But then you got to get to like big money, like like the Nissan GTR, which is like a hundred thousand dollars. Then then shit gets crazy because then the Japanese have one of the best production cars, one of the fastest, best handling cars in the world. But you have to you have to get right to there before you get that kind of performance. 
I went to uh, Universal Studios for my first time the other day. And, oh, did you really? Yeah. And uh, it's funny because I went on the first one I went on was the Terminator 2 ride, which, uh, you know, it's been a while since that movie came out. Right. And I never, I've, I almost freaked out because they make you get in this. Have you been on that ride before? No. They make you get in this huge room. And like I have no idea what if this is a oh roller yeah I coaster. did go in that yeah. yeah I did go in that sorry and, yeah and then you're sitting there with all these people like and, and then the door is shut and you're just like all right this is where the gas comes out and we all get murdered or something you know like the, it, it, we we couldn't leave and then suddenly there was just this bad actor acting job where like this lady comes out and I'm like hi welcome to whatever you know we are here in the future anyways all her shit all her computers behind her since the ride is so old like it used to look like it was supposed to be the future but now looks really sad and depressing like a garage sale like monitor and like, oh, like you know what funny. i mean and it's totally outdated and you don't and then she's like before we go into the next room i want you to look at this and it, like it's a video that i'm guessing when the movie came out which was what 93 or something something yeah yeah that and that all these things seemed really futuristic but now half the shit that they showed you could do on your iPhone, and it was so <laughs> weird. Like, imagine in the future, your grandmother's far away, and you want to talk to her. How about talking to her on your wall? You know, and you're like, yeah, I could do that on my phone now. You know, and That's everything. Ridiculous. It was like, imagine like uh, being able to like control, like a doctor can sit uh, somewhere else and control an operation far away. You can do that now. You know, doctors are doing that now, and it, it's weird. Like all this shit was so. Perfect. Do doctors do remote control operations? Yeah, I, I think uh, I think it's at the very beginning stages, but there has been uh, successful operations where they've done that from remote relic locations and stuff like that using advanced uh, computers and robots. And wow, that scares the shit out of me. That's scary. Somebody open you up and uh, remote control operating on you? Yeah. So then it, I was really scared, though, because I was like really freaking out how, you know, shitty this ride was i'm like damn this you know why does universal have this but then the, you go into the next room and you watch this really old 3d movie and the 3d was really good you know right. for its age and then there's this one point where there's lots of live actors mixed in like like in the theater so like like this guy would come out in a like a motorcycle and then like uh he had like a shotgun and he'll shoot somebody like a real like 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 that like holy shit that you could hear it sound like a gunshot and and then he'll like disappear off the stage and it looks like he goes back into the 3d movie shit like that so it was kind of interesting and then they have two more 3d screens that go around you and this is an old ride so everyone's probably like yeah dude welcome to 93 but the 3d was coming out at all sides it was really awesome and i guess there's a new transformers ride there that just takes that to the whole next level and so i wasn't there a spider-man one that did that too i don't know was that in orlando i think that's in orlando i don't know and then there was the simpsons ride where you it was a virtual roller coaster where you know it's one of those things where the whole thing moves but you go into this like fucking dome where the whole dome is a movie and it's really trippy if i want to do shrooms and do that because i think i'll die and go to heaven because it you go into this huge room you're like holy shit and then you feel like you're going through this roller coaster there's parts where that maggie a huge maggie would, would like like try to grab your roller coaster and they spray like baby powder smell. So you start smelling baby powder and you're like, it's 
fucking badass what they're i, I always heard is it that, scary like for like a little kid because i because um, like a four-year-old to that fuck you know i was scared but i was thinking of other <laughs> things because i was like holy shit is this one of those elevator drop rides where you drop because oh, i thought right. i thought i was gonna fr- freak out it is I, weird how they can pull that effect off while yeah. just showing you a screen and then moving things around it works and, and i wasn't even stoned if i was stoned i would fucking be i you we should go sometime man i got a, a, a season pass now it's, it's only 20 dollars more what was the big one that they had they had that one famous one there was it jurassic park they have they have jurassic park yeah i think wait did they have jurassic no i, I parked at jurassic park yes yeah, so they must have had jurassic park. yeah i feel like there's a jurassic park ride right? um no but they have a water world one still there which was fucking creepy who wants to see a shitty at universal yeah oh it's the that is the jurassic park one there's uh, a water scene in it you're uh, in a you're in like a log no the movie water world they have oh, a whole water world? Yeah. the movie water world get the fuck out yeah of it was here. still there you oh, know they have a king kong one that's the one in the jaws one is the one that you king kong is pretty new uh oh is it king yeah. kong one it's within the last couple of years oh huh, that's they redid it yeah it's the new king kong from Damn like it. four years ago or five years ago yeah how I many? didn't go to it. I only went to those two because it was. I, we, I went on a Sunday. How many King Kongs have there been? There was the original one, which is fucking awesome to watch today. You ever watch it today? The original one? Yeah. Yeah. The one in 1984 was my favorite one. I think it was 1984. That was my favorite one. That was I, the Dino De Laurentiis one yeah. with Jessica Lange. Yeah. I liked that one yeah. back in the day. I haven't seen it since. Yeah, that was a trip. And Jessica Lange played a, a, a broad that was just ditzy enough to fall in love with a fucking giant gorilla. Right. <laughs> you know, she was just ditzy enough where, where you could buy it and believe it. This uh, The latest one was... <laughs> fucking incredible man the latest one when you go back and you see like the the newest king kong compared to the oldest king kong the oldest one is like wow what a window into a different world you ever see um is it called metropolis mm-hmm. that old yeah really really old movie. sci-fi movie yeah wow it's incredible what they thought the future was the gonna style be like. yeah that movie was so amazing well even like the old alien like i'm fucking like prometheus coming out this weekend but if you watch the original alien you know, when they were on that spaceship, what a bunch of whack-ass fucking fake equipment they had. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everything was all lights and shit and, and the monitors, these shitty little green tint monitors. Because essentially this is before the uh, user interface, the graphic user interface that w- would we think of as computers today. Everybody thinks of a Mac or a PC and clicking on things. There was no clicking on anything back then. What people don't understand is the first computers, when, when the movie Alien came out, they were like – it was all just like green print on a screen. You weren't downloading anything, bitch. You know, it was like 1979 or something, right? There was no downloading. There were just these weird things that sat around in laboratories. So they never predicted, you know, like not even remotely what the the future was going to hold. They didn't see that even. They didn't see anything coming. They didn't even see a little. Hmm. It's kind of fucking crazy when you stop and think about what a big difference the graphic user interface has played. The ability to click on things and just when you look at a smartphone, like I was looking at that big giant ass note. note. I love that thing. I got note and wait, new iPhone. Yeah, I don't think you seen the new pictures of the new iPhone. No, it's like it's pretty much the same, but the whole thing's almost all screen. Really? Yeah, but it is not bigger. Um, no, but the screen is like if you look at your iPhone now, it doesn't take up even you know like what seventy five percent of the phone. But now it's most of the it's, phone. It's all like from wall to wall, up and down. Oh, well, that's gonna be nice. I mean, the note. Th- I mean, the note is 
cool because it's a small tablet. And, the, and I think I'm pretty sure I, I, my money is all on that Apple is releasing a smaller version of the iPad that will kind of compete with the Note because they're going to use it also as a remote control for their new TV that will come out soon. Really? But so that's that th- that will take over that. But I don't think the Note as a phone is, I think it's the dumbest thing ever. Like I saw this person use it. And have you ever seen them? Like hold, hold it up. up it looks like 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 they're gonna break their hand. You can watch the tumors grow in their yeah. brain <laughs> yeah, as right. they're holding it up to their head. Yeah. The fucking thing is enormous. But uh it looks beautiful though, man. It's fucking I, I tell you what, man. I got incredible. this I got this new iPad, the, the, the latest one with the Verizon service on it. Mm-hmm. This that makes a huge difference because this is my first iPad with the service on it, but the hotspot feature is faster than my high speed business class internet. At, 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 at the office. At Death Squad. That's incredible. Yeah. But you only get to use a little bit of it before they fuck you in the ass. You know what? You would think that, but I used it pretty hardcore, and you, you don't really know, unless you're downloading movies. I downloaded one movie, and I got an email yeah, from well, them. That's, that's the one thing. If but you that's download, ridiculous. But if you, everything it's an, else? It's, that's ridiculous. If yeah. you have an iPad, yeah. and you download one movie, and they're right. like, oh, you're fucked. Well, you're you, like, what do you mean I'm fucked? That's the whole thing. Because if everyone downloaded one movie all this time, then there would be, there, there, there's not that much much internet they need to s- fix that that's right. ridiculous that's you use when you use mobile internet mm-hmm. you know it's offensive how much it costs they just need to expand wi-fi so it hits everybody so we have wi-fi everywhere not cell phone and then everywhere every, every b is going to be dead we could put fucking hot spots on all the helicopter cats you know in aspen uh it's uh, free wi-fi for the whole city mm-hmm. people just sit out there in the in the middle of nowhere and just fucking i bet this website's probably blocked JoeRogan.net. Oh, yeah. Blocked. They, I think they did block. I, they've tried that in a lot of cities. There's a lot of cities that do that. I was happy when I couldn't get to my website from Dubai. I was like, look at that, bitch. I'm too dangerous. Yeah. Too dangerous for your Wi-Fi. Yeah. There's, um, there's a good argument for that, but we don't know what the fuck is happening with all these different wire signals in the air. People can say nothing. We're adapting to them. But there's something going on, man. When, when are you, shrinking. When you can send... Yeah, no areolas. <laughs> when, when you can send I- images and ones and zeros, and you send them through the air, and there's something else that picks them up, receives them. That is a that's that's a crazy thing. You're sending a signal, and where what the signal is just in the air. It makes no sense. Is that hitting me? Is it all over me? When someone's like Wi-Fiing like crazy near you, are you getting pelted? But like random information as it makes its way from you know from the internet somehow or another into their computer, where's it going from? What's it, is it passing through your your dimension at all? I mean that is like some interdimensional fucking transportation of, I mean the physical object of a, a, a piece of paper that you print and you turn you know into a photograph that you just got from the internet. I mean that is a way where something physical just gets created. And it wasn't there before. It's sent to you and printed up. I'm like that is, that's a crazy thing, man. It's really crazy that we can just do that, and we just don't even think about the fact there's television signals and radio signals and internet signals and cell phone signals and all these different signals going around. And I don't know if they're affecting us. I have no idea. It might, it might be that we would all feel a little bit better if we didn't have them. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Too bad there's not really any place in the world that you could probably not have. You have to go to complete zero signals. You have to go to somewhere that really sucks. 
like Alaska. Antarctica or something. I mean, Antarctica, I mean. Yeah, Alaska has cell phones. <laughs> no, I mean, Antarctica. They have but, but they would still probably have some kind of signal, I would bet, up there. Like, at least satellite or something. Maybe. Maybe. But satellite doesn't work everywhere. It depends on where the satellite's, uh, where you can receive it. Like, I don't think you can get XM radio in Hawaii. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I um I rented a car there once and I was trying to listen to Opie and Anthony and I, I rented a Cadillac and I was like looking for the satellite button and I'm, I pressed the satellite button and there was nothing going on and I was like you know I don't think this shit works here I forgot to look it up though but I don't think it does but I'm not sure but you could always get it online right which is what everybody's going to do eventually anyway yeah. you're going to have your you, people's they're going to be selling phone or rather radios that come with your car that connect to the internet and allow you to download podcasts mm-hmm. if you have a ford you already have stitcher this the, the new fords have that yeah. stitcher app built in fucking mad man i i want that so bad it's not that's the thing i hate i hope if if anyone that designs these fords and these awesome new cars with these new stereos that have these apps like stitcher it's called sync for ford i have yeah. that but they, there's no way to upgrade it so i can get that shit and that's not fair. That's what do like, you mean? You only get it if you buy a new car? Yeah, you have to. They have them. Ford's been releasing their hardware in series, so like you have like you know Sync version one, two, three, and you can't like it's not like an iPhone where like you, you have just an old, upgrade it. You can upgrade it. You can't that's, do that, and it it really makes me mad because I I can't. What am I going to just tear out? Yeah, my that's whack. And... The computer in your com- in your car it should be interchangeable and upgradable. Well, it should be it, like something you pull out and put well, a new one in. They're just being cheap, and they they're not they're telling their software developers to move on to the next stuff and just yeah. leaving abandoning. That's almost a le- should be illegal because this car is my car is like a two thousand eight. You right. know, it should. I, I haven't been able to update it in three years. You know, so yeah, that is kind of fucked. It's like a planned obsolescence. Yeah, I mean, it really is. The fact that it's the the computer itself isn't upgradable. How long do you expect people to compete? You know, to yeah. keep that car? Because when you really think about like all the 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 different law, what is it, Moore's law for computers? Right. We stop and think about how quickly computers become obsolete. Yeah, like imagine having a classic Corvette and yeah. it had a black and white television in it. Yeah. Yeah. Come exactly. on. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> well, those those knuckleheads though that like those uh, really classic cars, the people they want like classic hubcaps. They want everything. They want to time travel so they can go back in high school and fuck their their fifteen year old girlfriend. Oh, I see them all the time, man. Living in Burbank, that's like that big boy there oh, every yeah. week. Fucking Leno driving around in a fucking fire truck, waving at you like he's the Pope. <laughs> fucking Burbank's the creepiest place ever. How weird well. is it? Jay waves at everybody. Oh, he's the nicest guy. Dude. He's the nicest yeah, guy ever. I see him all the time while like walking the streets and. He waves Talking at to people. people. Hey, how are you? They were shitting all over him on the radio today on Stern. Really? Him and Joan Rivers. <laughs> oh, yeah. I haven't heard the rest of that. Joan Rivers is pretty funny. She's ruthless, man. She's still fucking slinging heat. Joan Rivers is still going to war with chicks. It's hilarious, man. She's still struggling. She's still fighting. She's like 79-something years old, and she still does stand-up. You know, She's still obsessed with working. Have you ever Amazing. Met, have you ever met Jenny McCarthy? No, yeah, I met her once. I, I met her, and she, her. She was really nice, and I stopped doing a joke about her. Oh, what was it? I had a joke about uh, that. I heard that Jenny McCarthy was going to get her breast implants taken out. I said that's like Tiger Woods chopping his fucking arms off. Dude, that's not bad. I would. I go, Once you put him back in and make him bigger, like and no talking. <laughs> She was on Howard Stern yesterday, and uh, I forgot about her, you know, because you married Jim Carrey, and you're just kind of like, mm-hmm. right, she's dead to me. Did she marry Jim Carrey? Or I think, I think they she, just dated. Oh, maybe. 
I thought they married, but uh, now they're separated. And she was on Howard Stern just talking about how much. I mean, she's a dirty girl, and she was talking about how much she masturbates, how much she needs cock, that shit. And then you go online, you're like, what she look like now? And you go to her Twitter, and you're like, holy shit, she's still fucking hot as hell, and she's a nympho, and she lives in the valley somewhere. So what are you saying, dude? I need to find out what she does. Do See if she wants a podcast. Do you think, <laughs> do you, think you, you could get with that? Jenny McCarthy? You think you could pull that off? I don't think so, but... <laughs> but you never know. I don't think you could pull off half the girls you've pulled off already, right? Um, true. Yeah, so why not her? Why not just make a complete fantasy land? That's, why not just go full-on Coen Brothers movie? Well, my mission was Lindsay Lohan. I thought that would be a bigger that's, mission. That's, that's, a, that's harder, I think. Please. I know guys are fucked are. I yeah. don't know anybody that's fucked Jenny McCarthy. True. You know Word. Jim Carrey. I don't know that guy. Yeah. Do you know him? No. I thought maybe you knew him from the comedy store day. No, I've never met him. He kind of stopped doing stand-up a long time ago. Some of those guys, that's interesting. Stand-up gets them to the dance, and then once they get to the dance, then they just become an actor. A lot of dudes do that. What was... Uh did you, you you ever do comedy store shit with Mark Maron? Were you there at that same time period as him? Or was- no, he was there a long time ago. He was really young, and he was there with Kinnison. He was the door guy. Kinnison was alive. Yeah, by the time I got into stand up, Kinnison only had a couple years of life left. He died when I lived in New York, so I think it was probably ninety. I want to say ninety two that Kinnison died mm-hmm. somewhere along those lines. Yeah. So I still hadn't made my way out to LA yet. And mm-hmm. uh, Marin got in deep with, uh, with Kinnison when he was a kid, you know, he was uh, hanging around with them and, you know, he got a, got to see the, the crazy dark Coke years. Oh, yeah. He got to see the chaos and all that shit. That story about, um, uh, about Kinnison fathering Carla Bow's wife's child. is just so fucked <laughs> up. So fucked up, man. He thought that it was his daughter for the longest time. Then that DNA test reveals it was Sam Kinison's kid. You just think of his wife just laying there and letting fat Sam climb on top of her and shoot his loads inside of her. And you go, what kind of a fucking friendship did they have? Mm -hmm. What kind of a world were they living in? What kind of decadence and depravity? What kind of Hollywood chaos was going on? Kinnison was just banging his friend's best friend, opening act, wife on the side, and shooting loads into her. It, it amazes me that dude was got a lot of fucking pussy. Like he was on the Howard Stern calling, and he had like four girls in his bed. And, you you're, know, you're amazed at that, but yet you're not amazed when you get pussy. That's no, I, I mean, I, well, that's one at a time. I don't know. Sam Kinnison was a big guy and i don't know i was not very attractive really I mean, <laughs> like i never thought kennison right. was i guess he was bigger than i thought he was you know back in the day well, i he, never thought he, he got him bigger as a big comic. oh you mean big like physically or you mean no, big no, like notoriety six, notoriety it was yeah. huge yeah see i didn't see that because i i wasn't into the comedy scene i only knew what i saw on tv and i always thought the big guys were like robin williams and you know Eddie yeah Murphy he was big and, too they were all big yeah but kennison was huge dude kennison uh, i found about out about kennison in 86 and all my friends knew about kennison everybody knew kennison when i went to see uh kennison live I brought a, a bunch of my friends. Everybody was fucking psyched to see Kinnison live. We saw Kinnison live. We saw uh, I saw Carlin live before I ever did stand up. I got to see Carlin live. I love Carlin. I, I got to see Carlin bomb. Really? Uh, he, he ate shit. It did not work out. It was not. It wasn't good. 
he he got to this weird stage in his life in like the late eighties. This is before I had done comedy, and I was with maybe I'd done like an open mic night, maybe one or something like that. But it was uh, me and uh, my roommates, and we were out in uh, New Hampshire. We saw him at there's a casino up there, and they have uh, they do shows there, and that was the place where everybody would go up from Boston during the summer. We'd all go up to uh, to this casino. Was it Hampton Beach? I think that's it. I don't remember. Anyway, um, we were uh, we were all there, and George Carlin had this weird thing that he was doing, where he would he just had like a notepad, and he was just reading off "fuck this" and "fuck that." It was like this whole and "fuck Israel" and "fuck this" and "fuck" like the whole uh, the whole bit was like it wasn't really working. You know, it was weird. It was like there was all this energy and there was all this you know push into it. And it was fascinating for me to watch because I was like, this is George Carlin. I mean, George Carlin is a, like an all-time great comic. But this at this point in his life, it wasn't working out. That night, I don't know what it was, but my friend looked over me and goes, this guy fucking sucks. And I was like, wow. I couldn't even say anything because I had dragged them there. They weren't comedians. You know, I had dragged them to go see George Carlin. And it, he was eating it. It was weird. Hmm. And I, you know, I stopped listening to him for like a year or two, and then I bought. He had like um, ex- warning, uh, explicit lyrics. I think was one of his CDs, which was great. And I was like, whew, he got it back. It was almost like you know, he just had a bad. C- he did so much stand up. Everyone has a bad set. You know, it wasn't just a bad set. Bad it was a phase. bad. It was a bad set. Like not that night, but set out the way it was written. It was right. just he. He went through. Um, a period of like I don't know how many decades where he made a new hour every year. So you know, because of that, he was so fucking prolific. He would essentially like write a whole new monologue, a long monologue every year, and to do that and still have something to say after all those years, you're gonna hit some stumbling blocks along the way. I mean, you're gonna hit some. You're gonna have some awkward moments. You know, like if you uh, if you go to see like Louis C.K., this is very possible that Louis is working on new shit right now. You know what I mean? Like he's always got new shit. If you do that, it's so hard to maintain the quality. It's so hard, you know, to every year a new hour. What the fuck, man? God damn. You wonder how many you, you would have to start doing things. Like specifically to write material, like, like go right. to Universal Studios. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, go to yeah. You're gonna go. I try somewhere. to do it once a week now. Just do stupid shit like that. Just all the to time. get material. Yep, absolutely. Really? Yeah. It's, it's kind of cool because it makes you do more things. And you, it's a two edged sword because you still enjoy it. Yeah. You know, it's like you're going Sometimes. to do some cool shit. Like, well, what have you done that that you didn't like doing? Ah, uh, fuck. What was that recently? Uh, there was something recently that I did. I did. Oh. Well, no, that was still fun. Going to that black strip club. That was cool. <laughs> but no, I, I can't think of there was something I did recently that was really boring. I can't even think of what it was, but I remember thinking like, well, that was kind of, oh, doing uh mushrooms in a shitty hotel in Venice. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was horrible. That's not a good move. <laughs> but yeah, I you, still got kind of material from it. Yeah, you know, kind of, I guess. What what kind of material did you get? Oh, it's just like on stuff I haven't really tried out too much, but uh, you know, like you know, you About can how tell. Bad you can situation. tell, like you can tell, you know, you're in a bad area where everywhere you look, there's evidence, you know, right? Oh, stuff true. like that. You know, there's just like all these tags that have kind of built up and trying to make into sets. 
But I don't know things like that. You, I, I've been doing more. Now, I've, I've never done that, but usually once a week I try to do something crazy. Like I want to go to Magic Castle. I want to like. I've I, never been. Yeah, I've never been, but I want to go there and just get drunk. My friend Zach at uh, Jiu Jitsu was a, a magician. Oh really? Yeah, he's always inviting me to go there. But you know what? You have to wear like a jacket and a tie. Oh, I know. And there's always least- creepy actors there that you <laughs> that you I heard like every time you go, there's somebody weird there. You're like, why is that person here? That's- like who? Like some guy from the '80s? No, not even that. Like oh, shit. What's his name? Uh, I think uh, I, I don't want to say, but I don't I don't know who what his name is. But it's somebody you're like, wow, really? Like Pat, that guy's here? I saw that Stephen Baldwin is suing Kevin Costner. <laughs> For Kevin Costner has a, a, apparently he owns a piece of some company that makes a machine that takes oil out of water, mm-hmm. which is pretty surreal. Mm-hmm. Doesn't Dur- doesn't make the sense. Exxon spill or that last big spill? He he donated yeah. or something yeah. to that. Pretty crazy. Yeah. When you stop and think that somehow or another Kevin Costner is a part of this, I don't know how he got to be a part. I don't know what the story behind it water is. world, bro. It might have been. <laughs> well, I bet they paid him a fuckload of money for Waterworld. I mean, Waterworld, it wasn't like... It was one of the biggest budget movies of all time at that right. time. And it made the, or lost the le- most, I guess. I don't know if it lost the most, but it lost a shitload. Yeah. So look that shit up. Find okay. out if it does. But um, I remember when it came out. I was like, God, what a fucking crazy idea. This movie sucks. Yeah, I never watched the whole thing. Who the fuck thought they could film a whole movie on the water? That's so hard to do, just to get your shit out there, get your goddamn equipment out there in the water. Everything's getting wet and fucked up. You're dropping your camera in the water all the time. <laughs> it's so stupid, and the premise sucks anyway. What's the? Oh, everything's water now? Okay, so you I have could kind of see everywhere. that, though, in the future, you know, like where like earthquakes, everything fell into the ocean or something like that there would be way more sharks if that was the case there'd be way more sharks there would be everybody would be jacking like sharks and all sorts of things be grabbing people pulling them under starfish and shit octopuses octopuses grabbing them dragging them underwater There'd be a lot of that because people would – we'd be like little bobbers wow, everywhere. Ke- Kevin Costner was on the set of that movie 157 days working six days a week for Whoa. a movie. That's a long-ass time. For a movie that sucked a big fat bag of dicks. Here we go. Widely considered to be one of the biggest box office bombs of all times. Although it grossed $255 million from a $175 million budget, this does not factor in marketing and distribution charges or percentage of the gross that theaters keep, which is up to 45%. The film uh, came to be nicknamed Kevin's Gate after Heaven's Gate and Fishtar after Ishtar, two mega bombs. Yeah, Ishtar was a huge. Never saw bomb. that either. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, I, I think I watched part of it when I was a kid, but I don't remember. It was Warren Beatty and Dustin Hoffman, and I don't even know what the fuck it was about. And what was the other one that they said was a big bomb? Uh, the other one I didn't even I never even heard of, but it was called uh, Heaven's Gate. Yeah, I think that was a Warren Beatty movie too. Was that a Warren Beatty? Uh, movie? No. no. No, that's Chris Christopherson, Christopher Walken, and John Hurt. And it actually got a 6.5 on IMDb. But huh. But just bomb. It has a pretty cool t- c- cover or poster. Never saw it. Never saw but it. But Ishtar, I remember Ishtar was a bomb. And it was th- not just a bomb, but everybody talked about Pop what a culture. bomb it was. So yeah. it became a massive bomb. Like, oh, my God, have you seen Ishtar? What a piece of shit. Like, they didn't even see it, and they were just saying it was a piece of shit. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, I used Ishtar as a reference as something cheap or shitty. Like, 
you know, like I would say things where that's like Ishtar. Oh, really? Like that. Yeah, like that was. Meanwhile, it was like super expensive. <laughs> Probably because they had to pay Dustin Hoffman and Warren Beatty, right? Fuck, yeah. Yeah, I wonder how much Kevin Costner made for 157 days on that piece of shit movie. Yeah, right. We had some guys from uh, Fear Factor, stunt guys that worked on that. They were saying it was hell. It sounds like it. Yeah, it sounds pretty ridiculous. Just the idea behind it, man. You're going to make a fucking movie where everything's floating. Stop it, you silly bitch. Like, the, the best one, though, wasn't even that. The best one was The Postman. Did you ever see that? No, I never watched that. It was <laughs> horses, right? It was like him on horses. It was in the future. After the shit hits the fan, Kevin Costner is a fucking hero because he delivers letters to people. He's the postman. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God, dude. It's so bad, you can't believe it's real. And the acting is so bad. The acting is like ABC after-school special acting. Like, there's no way it seems real. It's like, shut up, mom. Get out of my room. Like, it just does not seem, there's nothing realistic about it at all. And the the premise is dog shit. Yeah. And did you, did you hear about fucking THQ and EA? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, the UFC is going to make um, their new video game with EA. And apparently THQ bought it, or EA yeah, bought it from THQ. You know, I feel bad. THQ shut down, uh, shut down the developer that you know they did it. Shut down their office yesterday. Really? Right, E3 just closed down, and they didn't have a booth at this year's E3 because I was originally because I'm going to E3 tomorrow, and I wanted to talk to them about UFC and all that crap right. like that. And they were like, "And we don't even have a booth. We're meeting at a hotel." And I'm like, "Whoa, something's wow. going down." But then, uh, yeah, I think, you know, THQ did a really good job with that game. And THQ, I thought, you know, with Saints Row, I mean, they've been, Saints Row just released a, a map pack that mm-hmm. Ryan Keeley, who does, you know, podcasts with me, uh, she, she's in the new map pack. So they're actually combining video games with Penthouse now, which I thought was cool. That is smart. Yeah. But um, I think they're they're losing a lot of money, man. The the UFC game was the only game apparently that was making good money. Now, are you going to be? Uh, do you know yet? Are you going to be doing the EA games of this yet, or has that been um, announced? I'm you? sure I'll probably do it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a pain in the dick, but it's uh, it's worth it in the long run. It's the you know the the, the finished product. They're very thorough. Yeah. Like we we did so much commentary. You don't get too much repeat like words mm-hmm. like there's all sorts of different versions of you know things that you do and in, in like transitions like arm bar to knee bar transition from the triangle to the arm bar like all that different kind of stuff like we voice them all individually you know so it's there's there's so many moves you can do it's like really kind of crazy that you look at that that thing that remote control and you're supposed to be able to figure that out like down here and up there and left and push this and push that it's it's a it's a fucking it's it's not that you gotta like take a lot of time to figure out all the moves that your 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 guy is capable of doing because there's so much shit there's so many different submissions and punches and kicks and and to know what button is doing what at the exact same moment it's, it's fucking hard man there's a lot a lot involved well, now that it's with EA, you need to hold out for more money because they, they are the, the big pimps of the video game industry. Well, thanks you know, for they, saying that on the <laughs> internet where they hear exactly what my fucking plans are now. Yeah, like Son they wouldn't think bitch. That. But no, they, they, that's cool, though, because EA does make the best sports games. Uh, and a lot of people, get, EA gets a lot of shit for being like the monopoly, like buying out and killing all the small companies and shit like that. But EA, uh, they do make some fucking kick-ass games like, the, like Tiger Woods Golf, fucking Mad. 
Madden Football. Right. You know, I mean, they they uh, they own some of the biggest franchises. So I hmm. think it's be- way better for for UFC the video game in the future. I think. So well, Dana's cool. very excited about it. When he told me about it, he was saying that these guys are the best and they're going to mm-hmm. make the best game. It's funny because EA had recently said they were going to have a new MMA game. Right. And, you know, no one knew that it was going to be the UFC. Yeah. But everybody was like, oh, it's probably going to be EA MMA 2. Right. Like the second version of it. Because they had an EA MMA game with, like, Fedor in it. And yeah, I wonder if they're going to use that it. engine or if they're going to buy out the THQ engine or start to create a new engine. Because that would be interesting. If they, That's a good point. It and might just know. be a restripped MMA game. I wonder. The I EA MMA looked, looked decent. Mm-hmm. But, man, a lot of the fucking fighters did not look like the real fighter. Yeah, like, I think they rushed that game. They were like, "Oh shit, we can't. We got to. We got to release the game now." You know, like really. I think they saw what when when UFC all the heat from UFC. Those guys game. fucking work. That's the one thing that it really puts in perspective when you hang out with a guy like Cliffy B. You go to the Epic Game Studio. You mm-hmm. know, like when we went down there, or if you go to THQ and you see like the the hours that we put in the video game, pretty minuscule. I mean, I could complain at like six hours of sitting right. there going, "He's rocked." Yeah. But the reality is that's not that that's not a hard job. Mm-hmm. But these fucking guys are working long hours every day, and then when things don't go well, they just get laid off. You know, it's like they just poured years of their life into this company, and then it just goes away. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it sucks, and it sucks that because it it's it really like you, we were talking about the other on the Ice House Chronicles about our buddy our friend of the show uh justin martindale mm-hmm. recently got robbed the other day and you know jeff scott i don't know if you knew this got robbed and got beat up and just fucking kicked in the face and, uh. you know, and that's happening more and more often a girl the other day got attacked on sunset just like like somewhere nice too and during the day this guy grabbed her started poof, threw her on the ground started tr- ripping her clothes off and people thought like oh look look at this uh, funny or die video being sh- filmed and she goes like no this is fucking serious you know and, and I'm just being some attacked. random guy just starts pulling her clothes yeah, off just threw her down on the ground hit her over the head and threw her down on the ground started ripping her clothes off in the middle of sunset that's a lot different than yeah. someone trying to uh, take your money yeah, well, definitely. But it's, so what it, you're saying is just people are going crazy. People are all going. It, it, it's it's amazing because when you know the economy's down and everything's down, you know, crime's up, and it it really it really seems like this time around, fucking shit's getting really bad here in L.A. At least it's getting a lot worse. If you follow one of the the Twitter feeds, I think it's Weho Daily. I think it's what it is. Weho Daily, W E H O Daily, or something. You just sit there. That's all this guy does all day long is saying what fucking crazy shit's going on in L.A. And it's scary, dude. It's like, yeah, a guy has gun at Taco Bell. You know, this person. Dude, we're not online right now. It just went off again. It's happened doing this a lot. We um, had uh, an issue here at the Rogan Compound with, uh, at one point in time, the uh, um, router kept fucking up and I would have to reboot it twice a day. So today we replaced everything. And yet, the the same thing happened. Really, twice a day? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes I would it would have to reboot it twice a day. Damn, that sucks. Well, the router was shitting out, so I replaced the router today, and it shit out. So you mean the ca- the cape the router they give you 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 had replaced? No, or, or your, my yeah. house has a system. Oh, um, and there's uh, Ethernet jacks all throughout the house, so you can oh. get online anywhere. And then you know that was 
when I bought this house, wireless wasn't that big. Mm-hmm. And then now we set it up wired. But so there's in the garage, there's like a big box that has all this, these wires going into it and this giant big ass router mm-hmm. that runs everything. It's f- unnecessarily complicated, but that's the way you want to have it. If you, uh, have a house that has you know if you want ethernet ports in your house you kind of have to have it they have, all the wires have to go to a, some and big why don't you just box. do wireless you can but it wasn't won't work for the whole house it, you can get those little repeaters everywhere throughout your house yeah i've never tried that we have different well. stations we have stations throughout yeah. the house i want to make sure that it's a strong signal too there's nothing more annoying than a flitting wired fleeting wireless signal you have to fucking you got to sit on the corner of the couch if you want to get it like what get the fuck out of here you, Fix should, that you, shit. you should just have like you know like time warner on one side of your house you verse on the other side of your house and have like all of them so like whenever one's down you'd be like all right let's just go into the this side of the house and use something else or you could test them all out at the same time see which one's the best yeah, that sounds like a huge pain in the ass. <laughs> that sounds like something you would do if you had too much, I would do that. too much free time. I would do that, though. I finally get Verizon out here. I get Verizon internet out here, too. Fios or whatever it's called? No, I mean on your on your phone. Oh, right. It works. They, Verizon updated it. For the longest time out here, I couldn't uh, answer a phone call on Verizon. But now I can't, especially if I'm outside. If I'm outside, I'll get confident. I'll answer the fucking phone. Damn. I'm like, I don't give a fuck, yeah. too. AT&T has two bars right now. Yeah, it's good for texting, but it's for phones. It's uh, pretty ridiculous. Have you heard this thing? I mean, it's on Infowars.com, I think. So it might not be real. But um, not that Infowars is all horseshit, but they get a little crazy sometimes. It's, uh, it says 5 million farmers are suing Monsanto for $7.7 billion. Hmm. That's uh, pretty incredible. Five. Bill, five million farmers, seven point seven billion dollars, which is like what they make in a month, probably. Right. But uh, that's a lot of fucking people. That's chicken scratch. Yeah, they say that a farmer commits suicide because of uh, because of uh, Monsanto on some fucking ridiculous ridiculous rate. I'm trying to find it here in the articles because it was something crazy. Like every 30 seconds, a farmer commits suicide. 17,683 Indian farmers just in 2009 committed suicide. Whoa. Mm. That shit's ridiculous. So they're all suing for as much as 6.2 billion euros, $7.7 billion. I don't even think this is in America. This is going on. Wow. Oh, suicide every 30 minutes. Wow, that is what it is. Uh, it's probably really hard to find red chickens. It's not chickens. It's the seeds, man. It's not the – It's they're, they're trying to patent animals, but right now it's uh, mostly mostly seeds that they're selling. They, they're Terminator seeds. You know, they're, they're only good for a certain amount, and then they don't make seeds that work. It's really kind of crazy that they've, anybody's ever let them make these fucking horrible – distorted versions of life in the first place fucking creeps did you hear this thing about uh pentagon suspects uh uh they they some people uh in the pentagon apparently uh downloaded porn run two three go some people uh in the pentagon that were working there download kitty porn it's for research, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the there's some, you know, investigation, but they won't turn over the records because they say it's uh, it would compromise national security. 
So they can't, the Pentagon is allowed, the only people in the world, apparently, that are allowed to watch kitty porn. Because they can download it and look, we know what we're doing. Trust us. This is all about the United States government and keeping the peace and the security of our fine nation. Can you imagine watching kids get fucked by adults as a part of the security of your fine nation? And you, you can't you can't tell. Why can't you say it's a part of a research project where this guy downloaded it or that? You know what they're doing, I bet? I bet they have some sick fuck that's a, a child molester. And they're like, you know, they, they'll give him a little child porn if he gives him a little information. Yeah. You know, it, I wonder if child porn is going down lately because of the other internet. trends in child porn. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, like the nowadays that the school, I mean, the old thing, what was schoolgirls, Japanese schoolgirls. Okay. Wait a minute. This is way crazier than I thought. The Pentagon checked on. Wow. Pentagon employees suspected of viewing child pornography. What? Okay. This is crazy. In 2006, the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency, which conducts internet pornography investigations, produced a list of 5,200 Pentagon employees suspected of viewing child pornography. 5,200 employees. Wow. Suspected How many employees are there? I don't know. That's incredible. <laughs> I wouldn't even have thought there were that much. Wait, wait, what, 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 what website is this? What This website that I'm reading right here, yeah. boston.com. Yeah. Um, this is not a, a conspiracy website at all. This is a, a real right. real website. Right. Um, the suspected of viewing child pornography and asked the Pentagon to review it, but the Pentagon checked only two-thirds of the names, unearthing roughly 300 defense and intelligence employees who allegedly had viewed child pornography on their work or home computers. Virus, right? The defense investigators failed to check an additional 1,700 names on the list. Defense officials have revealed in correspondence with Senator Charles Grassley, Republican of Iowa. Probably they found out that their systems were hacked and all these employees didn't look at child porn and then halfway through searching all of them, they're like, no, we just got hacked. They, that could be it. Mean? And they, they could you know, um, not want to bring that up because right. they don't want to admit exactly. they got hacked. Exactly. Very possible. And it was probably some like famous goatsy two-year-old. You know, it was probably something stupid like that. Yeah, that is kind of a crazy number. <laughs> yeah, that seems 5, like every 000. employee. Yeah. You guys, I doubt, I mean, how many employees is there? But, I mean, 5,000 seems pretty big. Well, let's find out how many employees are in yeah. the Pentagon. How many? That's a really good point that probably these knuckleheads didn't even think of. Yeah. Well, we have a show. Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. We house. got a show tomorrow at the Ice House and Friday at the yeah. Ice House. Both in the little room. So don't sleep. Yeah. Uh, it'll sell out quick. It's only like 85 seats. Um, the Pentagon. How many people? Come on, bitch. Two th- what? How many employees? 24,000. 24,000. Wow. So that's, uh, what is it, 10%? How many? Uh, was, did, what did we 5, say? 5,000. So that's saying one-fifth of the employees are, ch- are addicted to child porn. So that's, yeah, wow. that's... That's stupid. That's right. Yeah, it wasn't that was even twenty four hundred. You're right. It yeah. was five thousand. Fucking Boston. Oh Why don't you talk to Burbank? That's pretty ridiculous. I wonder if that is the truth. I wonder. I wonder if you nailed that's it. Absolutely, what it is, and that's why they did. Pentagon didn't say anything about it. They just realized that they got hacked. Or imagine if the government is just infiltrated by kid fuckers, <laughs> and it's just like just like the Vatican. Kid yeah. fuckers galore. If you had to imagine how many people in the Vatican got busted for kid fucking. 
How much? How many of them? Vat- let's okay. Look at Vatican child porn. Two. I mean, there's got to be something. There's some scandal. You can write Vatican child porn, and you know you're going to get something. There you go. Vatican uh, fucking uh, Canadian bishop convicted for child pornography. Boom. How easy. So simple. <laughs> Isn't that amazing that you know that you could look that up? It's so weird. You could just look up Vatican child porn, and there's something. Some Canadian bishop, he, they, uh, they, they got rid of him. They booted him out. So it wasn't that, you know, the Vatican had child porn. It was that they got rid of a guy who had child porn. But then there was the whole issue of the guy who was the actual uh, pope himself, Ratzinger. You know, Ratzinger, Pope Benedict, whatever the fuck he was. When when he was a, a bishop or whatever silly name they like to give themselves, whatever the hell he was, he was in charge of following up on cases of uh, child molestation. And it's clear, clear evidence that he, he's tried to, he tried to divert the investigation and like really uh, slacked off on it and then got rid of the guy, like aided in getting rid of the guy who uh, they were going after. They had all sorts of little things they would do. Like they would, a guy would get busted banging kids and they would just move them to another place. Like that's that's been the standard protocol of the Catholic Church for the longest time. Whenever someone, a cardinal, gets caught and gets in trouble, they just move them to some other place. It's really bizarre, man. It makes you really wonder what it's all about. It makes you really wonder if at the, the top branch of the Catholic Church, when they're all alone, like are they just all kid fuckers? They, they, just, all they kid all fuckers? bring like a bag to, and, and they're all around in a big circle and they empty the bag of their child. It's like, comes out. Oh, God. You know, like what if it's something really fucked up? Like they kidnap one child a month. What did you hear about the child that was missing from the... I'll, I'll pull up. Child uh, sex. Butthole. No. And then now you are in the Pentagon list. Wasn't there was a there was a uh, okay here's a child sex investigation yeah this is it there was a story where um, a former bishop said that a girl who turned up missing missing was um, was taken by the Vatican and they they used her as a sex slave and killed her oh my god yeah it's so fucking crazy yeah pretty fucking strange Religion's man so fucking crazy yeah. Wow, this is just so. Whenever they look at these things and these probes, and they find out how many different reverends were fucked up. The church previously insisted the crimes of the late Reverend Maciel M A C I E L were his alone. He was uh, long held up as a model by Pope John Paul II, despite credible accusations later proven that he raped and molested his seminarians. The Legion of Christ had over 900 priests. Wow, Jesus Christ, this guy. I don't even want to hear this. He died in 2008. A year later, the Orthodox Order confessed that he had fathered three children with two different women and that he had abused his seminarians. Just uh, there's, there's an arrogance that a lot of these dudes have when they become priests. That they feel like they're everybody kisses their ass. Have you ever been to a church? You ever been to like Catholic church? No, not Catholic. Well, I mean, I've been to one, but I didn't go to one. You know what I mean? 
Catholic Church is very creepy, yeah. and it's very um, it's very strict, like very strict. Like if you giggle in a Catholic church, they'll smack you in your fucking really? head. Really? Yeah, oh, fuck that noise. They don't want kids to be kids in Catholic church. It's Weird. scary. Like you go to Baptist churches, Baptist churches, and everybody's laughing and giggling. Little babies are crying. They'll smack a baby in a Catholic church. So nobody nobody wants little kids crying out in a Catholic church. They're they're they're. It's like a, a harsh environment, and the priests wow. are con. Yes, Father, Father. Everyone's talking to them, Father, and everyone's like Ooh. real nervous to be around them. So they, especially the old ones, they have this arrogance about them, which is really strange. Like you, you're just some creepy old queer in a fucking weird outfit. You know, you can't come out of the closet, and you're you know spouting off nonsense, and everybody's kissing your ass. So you've gotten confused, and you really do believe that you're above everyone else. Like they have a weird fucking sense of entitlement, and and it's very strange talking to a lot of priests. Obviously, not all of them, a lot of priests. But the one who gave the eulogy for my grandmother's um, funeral is a perfect example. Of that he was first of all, he had gin blossoms all over his face. This poor fuck. You know when they get those broken blood vessels when oh, they, get, they yeah. get hammered all the time. Right. I mean, it's a shit life, man. Right. You know, so this this fucking dude, his whole fa- he was an obvious drunk. And then, so was the one who married my sister. Same thing. Gin blossoms all over his I face. I called those Kreischers. Kreischers? Like yeah. What, does Bert have those? <laughs> no. Bert doesn't have those. He gets those red are, though. Those when he are, that's for like old dudes who are like on <laughs> death's door. Um, but anyway, um, my grandmother's name was Josephine. And as they're doing the eulogy, he keeps calling her Geraldine. He calls her Geraldine like three times. And someone steps up and goes, it's Josephine. Her name was Josephine. And so he just... Without missing a beat, Josephine. You know, he doesn't say my, my apologies. I mean, he, this is a bunch of people who are are sad because you know their mom has died, and these fucks. You know, this guy's given that he's just completely phoning this in. So when he's saying Geraldine, Geraldine, they correct him instead of saying I'm sorry. You know, I made a mistake. Uh, her name was Josephine, not Geraldine. It's my apologies. Instead of that, he just changed it. Geraldine, mm-hmm. we here, Anna, Geraldine, who died. Not Geraldine, Josephine. Josephine, who died. It's just like phoning it in, wow. saying the – he just said like the words in the order, no emotion behind it, no nothing. Good night, everybody. Take it easy. I'm going to go drink. No pussy. No fun. No riverboat gambling. Just little children's mouths. Suppression. I wonder how many of them are gay and how many of them are just miserable. How many of them want to fuck kids? How many of them want to just shoot themselves in the head? What are, what are the actual numbers? And I'm sure a few of them are happy. Don't get crazy, Twitter. That's the thing that people get fucking most angry at me about is uh, shitting on religion, which I think is so hilarious because I'm only shitting on specific acts that you could att- you could attribute them to religion. But this is these are human beings that are fucking kids. Growing call up it religion, growing call- up that religion also makes me like. I see. I don't see religion as bad. Uh, because I grew up Lutheran, which is like, I guess, you know, we had a Starbucks and stuff in our church. Lutheran? A Starbucks? <laughs> yeah. You had a so, Starbucks in your church? Well, it was a coffee place like a Starbucks. Really? But, yeah. I mean, it was, you know, a lot different than... It's like a social thing, a happy Yeah, thing. it was good. It was positive. It was like, it was it was more relaxing and shit like that. There's but, none of that shit in the Catholic Church. Yeah, it wasn't too, too intense. Catholic Church is all about guilt. If you look at like if you think about the the churches that are involved with the most fucked up accusations, the Catholic Church is at the top of that list, the top, and they're also the most suppressive. 
the most oppressive, the most, they just fill your head with guilt and anxiety and suffering and the failure, the, 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 the feeling rather that you are a failure and that you are inadequate and that you will never measure up and you, you're a sinner in the eyes of God. And no, didn't have any of that. Oh, God, it was horrible. First grade, I did a full year of Catholic school and we went to church when I was like six or seven. And we went to church like on a regular basis all the time. And it was hellacious. It was disgusting. It was just, it was all like terror. All I you could think of is every day before school, I'd be like, fuck, I can't believe I have to go to this place. Just this torturous place to drop off your children where they just gl- glang onto your fucking neck and suck off all your happiness. Just suck it out of you like a vampire, man. Really weird. I remember, I really clearly remember being in the middle of class while the teacher was doing something crazy and they were talking about something crazy. I was like, you guys are nuts. Like, how are you even saying this? Like, listen to what's coming out of your mouth. This is complete nonsense. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? That's kind of weird. You almost got some kind of weird, uh, I don't know, like some kind of, that's like not it's being mol- not being molested, but you as a child you were exposed to something that that's probably yeah. not positive at all for your your as an adult. Mental molestation yeah. and a huge percentage of Catholics go through that shit. I mean, I've talked to kids who went to Catholic school who didn't have a bad time, but most of them, a, a good percentage of them, had a, a gruesome experience with the soul sapping. They just sucked the life out of you, and that's why the Catholics are so crazy. They bounce back. You know, you can't suppress people. You know, we've talked about this before, that Catholic school girls, girls that like Jenny McCarthy, perfect example. You're talking about how horny she was. She went to an all-girls Catholic school, man. All-girls Catholic schools produce the best sluts. Really? Oh, yeah. Hmm. They're all fucking locked away. They have to sprint for dick as soon as the light turns green. They don't get to see dick all day at school and flirt around with them and make friends with them and pass notes in class. No, all day it's this boiling pot of pussy. This this big boiling mass of estrogen and female hormones, and then the light turns green, and they run out the door and just dive on a cock like a patriotic soldier on a grenade. Just, like, they can't wait to get some dick in them. This poor fucking girl that I dated in high school, her and her sister were both the biggest pigs. And they both went to Catholic school. And then there was another one who was like a prude who went to public school. It was really weird. It was like for some reason, one of them, they started her off in public school and they just kept her in. But her sister, they they had a little money. Her sister was like a couple years younger. So they said, well, we're going to put – we're doing a little better now. We're going to try to put her through Catholic school. And that girl was the girl I dated. And oh my god, she was a freak. She was a fucking freak. She would fuck anybody. Anybody who tried to fuck her, she would fuck them. She, this bitch was crazy, man. I told you she was a girl where my, my friend was fingering her in front of my house when I got up in the morning to deliver newspapers. They were still up from you know the night before partying, and they're parked in front of my, my fucking house. Yeah. And I slammed my hand on the hood. Right. I don't remember what I said, something half-witty, but I was like, Jesus Christ. My uh, all my expectations for relationships were shattered by my first two girlfriends right away. 
because mm-hmm. one of them was a complete slut that could not just leave a dick alone. Right. A dick was like a kitten with a ball of yarn. You can't roll a ball of yarn in front of a kitten. They just fucking paws go up and they right. dive on that shit. Right. That's how she was with cock. Jesus. And then the other one was like really manipulative. The other one, like, you know, you drive an hour and a half to see her and she's like, I'm not in the mood. You know, she was like really creepy. Like she wanted to, you know, be the one who always decided what was on TV and always decided what music we were listening to. Yeah, it was it was it was a weird selfish thing. She grew up an only child, and her mom was kind of a cunt, and so it was uh, it wasn't it wasn't happy. Her mom was like a, a big woman, and she had a bad opinion of men. It was mm-hmm. a, it was a lot of weirdness mm-hmm. in that house. So I got to see Bo- I got to see Conti, but pretty and nice, you know, most of the time, just Conti behavior occasionally, and then super whore. Yeah, and so I was like, Jesus Christ, relationships are disastrous. Like right, right away, like the first couple of years of relationships to me was like, what's the point in this? Not that I was any fucking prize back then either. I mean, I was completely crazy, but just it's funny how you can have a couple crazy relationships while you're young, and it completely shapes you. You know, you just that's where you get your exp- that's where you form your opinions of what relationships are like. Like I've had some relationships as an older man. You know, when uh, you know I was. Uh, like when I got to be like, you know, my late twenties and like 30 were like really nice people. Like, you know, you enjoyed being around. I didn't even think that was possible when I lived in Boston. I thought, you know, based on my own personal experience, I was like, this is just some shit you got to do to get some pussy. Right. And then, then run away from them as quick as you can. Right. <laughs> Go find your friends. You know, that was, that was my, my, uh, my, my take on it. Plus, if you're trying to do anything else, while you're a kid, you don't really have the time for a real relationship. You know, if you're going to high school and you're trying to pursue something, like if you're tr- pursuing a sport or trying to p- be in a band or any- anything you're trying to do where you're, you're throwing all of your possible energy at that, your your amount of time that you have for relationships is it's pretty small. I feel that way right now almost. You know, like I, I was watching that old movie, Howard Stern, Private Parts, and mm-hmm. he in that movie was taught had, how to part with his old wife, Beth, where Beth was like, That's not his old wife. Or his new wife is Beth. Or what's his old, the girl that he dated before? I don't remember. Allison. Allison. <laughs> yeah. So Allison was like, you know, there's. That's this, creepy that I know that. Yeah. We know his whole, but Allison was like saying like, yeah, I never have a time. You only, you know, have time for your radio show and blah, blah, blah. And everything's, you know, and I'm thinking like, shit, you know, that's the same how I feel right now because I'm putting everything in one basket with doing podcasting and all that crap. Why do you do that? Listen, man, you're doing really well now. And you, you went on the road with Joey Diaz and did stand up and had a great fucking time. It's like a little baby. It's like a little baby. It's like a little, you know, little little project that I'm watching grow and blossom. And, Nothing wrong with that. And, and you know, especially it's interesting when I have people like take over, and then like like I, I come in the room and I'm like you know I'm like oh shit look, you know the camera's not even on that person that you know that person right. You know, well, it's shit like that where it's but like the people you haven't taken over are stoned. Oh, no, 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 no. These are friends that are just helping me out. A but 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 that, that but that's what that's a good example of like where I'm like you know I feel like I have to have some kind of quality control. Right. And you know because that's like a little baby that I created. You know mm. it's like it's I totally understand that. Yeah. I totally understand where you're coming from. I just think um, you could get there easier for you with less of them you know i have i've been cutting a lot good good but on the other hand we've been doing three joe rogan podcasts and two ice house shows now so it's like i'm even working harder now yeah <laughs> dude, we're, we're killing it though it's mm. too it's too i feel too much of an obligation to all those people that we're meeting because right. it sounds goofy 
And it's really hard to talk about without sounding like you're crazy or you're an egomaniac. But I feel like this is something bigger than all of us. Right. I feel like we're the ones who are responsible for broadcasting it. Mm-hmm. And we're the ones who are the, you know, we're the voices on the podcast. But this podcast is resonating with so many fucking people. It's, it's so many people come to the shows and it's not just, hey, we really like the show. It's you changed my life. It's this show changed my life. This guy came up to me the other day in Edmonton and he was telling me how he's much nicer to people now and he just he takes the time to tip more and be nicer and it's changed his whole way of life. He says, My life I'm more successful now. He goes, I feel better now, I'm happier now. He goes, I would never thought that being nicer to people like on purpose and then tipping like being nice and generous would make me feel so much better. Yeah. There's been a lot of that and people that's like, dude, you really did save my life. Like, I yeah. was in that point in my life where I wanted to kill myself, and you guys really have, like, shook me out of that. Yeah. Like, Look, I, I've had moments weird. in my life when I haven't been happy, when I felt like shit. Mm-hmm. And then I have now where I could not be happier. And the, when I look at my life, what, what has changed physically in my body? Well, actually, I've gotten older. So thinking about my past and my, you know, my, my history of martial arts and all that, my, my body should be a mess. I should be in pain all the time. I should be, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I shouldn't feel better and more happy and vibrant today than before. So why do I? Well, one of the reasons why is because I don't have any negative shit in my life anymore. I don't have any bad people in my life. I don't have a bad job. I don't have any negative things. I don't have any things that I'm trying to avoid. And when you don't have anything you, you're trying to avoid, you have happiness. And it takes a while for people to recognize that you're, there's a direct correlation between your state of mind and your state of existence. And if you get both of them in line, you get both of them in line, you can have a good fucking life. You don't have to be rich. Rich is bullshit. That's not what's important. You know what you have to do? You have to have enough money so you don't have to worry. Have enough money so that you can feed yourself, so that you can take care of your your family. That's what you need. When you get crazy and you want, you know, stacks of money and big, that's just another form of obsession. You might as well just be jerking off until you put blisters on your dick. the The key to all this shit is balance. You know, the key to the whole thing is balance, and it's a constant struggle. If I if I slip for a couple weeks, if I don't go in the tank for a couple weeks, if I don't write for a couple weeks, if I I can go a week without working out. Anytime I do anything where I throw off the balance and I don't do the work that I'm supposed to put in, I feel the difference. I feel I feel less less. Uh, Less capable when I sit down and write again. I feel less less vibrant uh, when I train. I don't feel as good when I go on stage. But that's something I fucking very rarely like. I don't I hardly ever take a week off of stand up anymore. It's like I can't even even one week. I have to go up and 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 kill it. I have to go up and and throw my new shit out there. I have to go up and record it and go back and listen to it. If I don't do that, I feel like I'm wasting something. I feel like I feel like I have I've been gifted with an incredible opportunity, an incredible moment in time, an incredible just very just an incredibly fortunate and fortuitous roll of the dice. And I feel like it's an insult to the gods if you enjoy, you know, you you enjoy that but then you neglect it and you let it rot away. When you got it right there, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like when I get on stage now and I'm when I'm at my best, and you know, and I'm killing, and people came to see the show and they come after the show and they say, "Oh my God, my stomach hurt," and it was the funniest shit I ever saw. Thank you so much. We had the greatest time. 
you know what? One of the things I'm thinking, thank God they had a great time. That's good. Boy, I'm so happy. They had, the, the next thing I'm thinking is I got to keep doing this. Like I, I, I have an obligation. Like, cause I, this, it's not, it's, it takes a long time to reach a state of proficiency at something. It takes an even longer time to develop an audience. It takes an even longer time to actually get a message out there that might change the way people think. And when you combine all of them together, that's what I, when I say that I think it's bigger than all of us. I, I feel like I, I, it's a... It's something that started, and I got to keep going. There's no way, you know. Like people don't ever stop the podcast. I'm like, I, I, I don't think I can. I don't think it's legal. I don't think the, the laws of the universe wouldn't allow it. You know, that sounds pretentious, but for real, the, that's just that's the hundred percent honest way how I feel about the whole situation. I feel like we just we we lit a spark and we started something, and now we're like the keepers of the flame, and everybody adds to this fucking thing. It's like people are constantly tweeting things and sending things and offering suggestions and and you know coming to shows and being enthusiastic and and pumping. Like you remember when you came to Atlanta when I when I filmed my uh, special Atlanta? How what what the fuck was that like? Wandering around with all those people, thousands and thousands of people. Everybody's friendly. Everybody's happy. Happy. Yeah. There's a very specific vibe to all these shows, and it's something that me and Ari were talking about when we were up in Canada. He goes, "Wow, the crowd up there was great," and I was like, "They were awesome, man." But when was the last time we had a shit crowd? Mm -hmm. It's not happening anymore. It's like you're getting the same type of people everywhere you go. Do you ever worry about uh, getting a DUI? Uh, sure, because that's why I don't drink. No, I know, but. Uh, just for the point that, like, you can't. Is that true that you cannot go to Canada after you have a DUI? Yes. Can you imagine that though? Like, for you, for me, yeah, yeah, that would be like, hey, no more fucking. You know, that just yeah. you just got a, a yeah. huge job cut or yeah. salary cut. For that would suck. You would have to hire a lawyer to try to get you in, and then you'd have to probably make some restitution. But they just don't want any douchebags up there. That's insane. You know, it's insane, but I understand it. Canada is so fucking nice. People are so nice up there. They're they're insanely inflammatory <laughs> with their niceness. It's like it's like Jesus. Are you what are you real? Slow down. Turn this down. Like what's going on? You don't you don't even realize it. You know when when you're when you're around uh, like especially big city Americans. You know, it's so rare that you find like really outgoing, friendly people. And then you go to somewhere like Calgary or something like that. And everyone's friendly. You go to Vancouver. Everyone's friendly. You know, I mean, a friend of mine was talking about that in a bar that he were they were doing stand up in Vancouver, and they were at a bar, and uh, girls were like, "Hey, where are you from?" And they're like, "What? You're talking to us? What's going on? What are you doing?" He goes, "We thought it was a trick. Like they were hookers or something." Like girls are just saying hi, coming up and saying hi. Girls in America don't do that. That's rare as fuck. Yeah, they're nicer up there, man. They don't have that conqueror mentality. They don't have this uh, America. Right. Fuck yeah, you know that that uh, when you're from the best, you know, and you can talk all the shit you want about other empires, but they can all suck America's dick. There's never been anything like America. As far as the, you know, we're lucky. You know, as far I mean, I guess you want to look at it that way. Right. That we we're born here. In this this crazy machine, but if you look at like empires, like the Roman Empire, the Persian Empire, any empires that like tried to conquer the world, nobody did nothing like what we're doing, and we're denying that we're an empire. We're like right in the middle of it, military presence in over a hundred different countries, and we're like, eh, you know, we're just just trying to be nice. <laughs> 
you know, when you have that kind of a country and there's so much military power and the whole world kind of like, think about how many assholes just act like douchebags because their team wins. You know, like when the Lakers win the championships and dudes are driving down the street, we're number one, bitch! We're number one, bitch! And you don't even know the Lakers are playing. You're like, what the fuck is going on with these people? They're number one for what? What happened? Well, they they choose the Lakers. They they live in L.A., so they're number one now. That's what a lot of people are about America being a military power. There's a lot of fuckheads in this country that are like they they act like extra cocky because we're this giant military power, as if they have anything to do with it. You know, we're number one, bitch. We got the bombs, bitch. So backdraft last night. Remember that? Movie? No, you didn't. Yeah, with Kurt Russell. Yeah, and remember like how paranoid you were to open your front door for like two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> like that, the whole movie in. was about fucking backdraft. I remember just sitting there like like touching my door real quick and like spitting yeah, on it. They made a movie about <laughs> fire going through doorways. <laughs> Really fast. Who gives a shit about backdrafts now is what I'm saying. It's like, I never think about backdrafts, but I was... <laughs> yeah, when does that come up? <laughs> when was your last backdraft? The fire is scary as fuck, though, man. Mm-hmm. It's weird that we got this thing that we control, and we don't even think about it. It's just, you know, you light it. With, you know, you can buy it anywhere you go. Yeah. Think about how irresponsible people are, and then think about the fact that we got fire in our pocket. Yeah, we got fire in our pockets. It's amazing there's not way more fires than there are. I know. Look at this. Fire. We're just sitting around here talking. You're I got fire. fire. That's crazy. Yeah. We're so stupid. That can burn a whole city down. <laughs> Think how fucking stupid we are. And the fact that you could go to a corner drugstore, give me 10 of those. You just get 10 of them. Go to the liquor store, give me some lighter fluid. Yeah. And you can just light shit on fire everywhere. It's amazing when you really think about the potential for damage with all the shit that we have, how little things actually get damaged. You know, especially with fire. Yeah. Have you ever been in a big fire? Um, Were you around when the uh, the big uh, brush fires? Yeah, did been, you see any of that? Yeah, I've been here, and like when I lived in Calabasas, when I first moved out here, there was oh, all that's those right. fires. And remember, did you ever get evacuated? I uh, remember we were on the road. Uh, I think the Real Men of Comedy tour or something like that. Yeah, and the fire was there, and my ex fiance at the time had to unpack up our whole entire apartment, and because she got evacuated. Yeah, that's right. And that's right. Felt so bad. <laughs> it's like you know, she's just like, "Where do I go?" I'm like, "I have no idea." I know that's scary as fuck, <laughs> man. When when we we I've been evacuated twice, and where I used to live in Colorado, that burnt down too. Yeah. Not the house, but that area burnt down too. They lost like. Something like hundreds and hundreds of houses. So it was some insane amount of uh, acreage, too, got burnt down. The reality is, once those motherfuckers get started, especially out here, it's so dry it's, when out is here. Fires, when's all right that shit start? Bitch. Like right now, it starts right now. June 1st is the, the time where we have right. to have brush clearance. So you're supposed to clear out all the dead shit in the brush. And, you know, people get fined for that. It's a big deal because some asshole who doesn't take care of his lawn. You know, and you you let the brush pile up, and all of a sudden you've got a really dangerous situation if anything flies and lands on it. That's what fucks them up, is these fires, they start, and then the embers float through the air. And then the embers will land on some dry grass, and poof, there's a new fire. And that's the the epicenter of a new fire, and it just fucking, the wind takes that bitch and carries those flames, and that lights a tree on fire, and the embers from that fly up, and that catches some other area. Yeah. That's a fucking pain in the ass, man. Mm-hmm. 
It's hard. They got to circle them and drop water on them and shit. Have you ever seen them scoop down and uh, mm-hmm. get the water? Yeah, because uh, when there was fires in Burbank, because I also experienced one in Burbank, there was a fire at the Hollywood Mountain two years ago or a year ago. And I guess there's a big water scoop for helicopters on the top of yeah. that mountain. They just sat there and watched them scoop out of like a big pool, like a, like a swimming pool almost. When I first came here, there was a big fire in the Hollywood Hills. It's a fucking really nice area of the Hollywood Hills, and we were watching it from the Virgin Megastore. There was that little area out front where, like, Wolfgang Pucks. I don't know if it still is there, but it used to be there. We were sitting there watching these helicopters drop fire on this building. And I just kept thinking, like, what a strange world we live in where we take something like fire for granted. And here it is just eating its way through the earth, this energy source. And everybody's freaking out and dropping things on it and trying to stop it. And really inadequate, really ineffective. Like, it takes a long time to put out a fucking fire. Mm -hmm. They're trying, but they have these giant fucking planes. They have to go down, scoop up the water, fly over, and boom. It's like they shoot a little tiny water load on the fire and then right back to it. It takes a long fucking time to actually put the fire out. And most likely some houses are going to get jacked and there's nothing they can do about it. Mm -hmm. And all those houses inside of them have electricity. This other crazy power thing that we totally take for granted is fucking pulsating energy through the wires of the house that powers your internet and powers your fucking lights. and, And our life would suck tremendous cock if we didn't have it or it might be completely amazing how would be amazing because it'd be really quiet nothing would be fresh more people would have sex and hard to get healthy meat you have to kill things that day that's annoying as fuck imagine you have to kill fish and, and, and animals that day that's the only way your whole life would be about hunting and gathering once you cut out the electricity it's really difficult to store things you know, it's yeah. hard. You can you got to go with cattle, and then you got to make sure if you kill it, you, you eat all of it. So you have to calculate well, how many people are here, who's working. We're going to make sure everybody's doing their part to get a piece of this animal. We got to kill another one tomorrow. I mean, how long if you lived in a, in a place like California and it was uh, the summertime? How long does an animal last once you kill it? I'd probably give it twenty four hours. You really think twenty four hours? Yeah. I think it would be rotten as fuck in 24 hours, man. Maybe not. But in this heat, when it's like 90 degrees outside, I got to think that animal's going to be a mess. Well, well, if you wrap it up in cum or a leaf or something like that. Cum? <laughs> Is cum the new preservative that, that you're using? Well, I tried Probably. I tried cumin. <laughs> it didn't work. So I said, well, let's just try cum. It sounds like it. Is cumin even a preservative? No. It's mm. a spice. That joke didn't make sense. <laughs> what the fuck are you saying? So tomorrow night we are um, live at the Ice House at uh, 8.30. Mm-hmm. And uh, who's on the lineup so far? Uh, we got Brody Stevens, Powerful John Scheiser, Tony, Tony Hinchcliffe, Randy Lickey, Tony's Josh Adam fucking Myers. funny, man. That he kid is. has got some great jokes. Mm-hmm. He's really good, man. He's a really He's good writer. writer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he made me laugh. Jeffrey Ross hired him for a reason. How dare he? How dare he try to pretend he wrote those jokes? Yeah, guys, when they're uh, writing, uh, when they're doing like um, roasts and shit like that, mm-hmm. that's when, uh, you know, there's a lot of comics that make a, a good living just doing writing and punch up stuff like that. You know what's weird is that I, I I don't even realize this, but like two of my good friends, Pete and Tony, who both help us out almost every Ice House Chronicles, they're both from Ohio. And they're like, it's weird that I'm I almost. I feel like I'm like getting You're pushed bonded. toward them, yeah, mm. because of the, because of the Ohio. Mm. We both kind of grew up the same. You all have stunted emotional development. <laughs> it's amazing. You'll you'll all be children forever together. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah it is a weird thing how people you 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 sort of like where you grew up. That's yeah. like sort of how you, you like like you like hanging out with people. Boston people. You hang out yeah. with you know all these Boston comics. And- Speaking of which, uh, Bill Burr is doing the podcast next Thursday. Sweet. So make sure you uh, get up on your RSS feed knowledge and <laughs> right. I love Bill Burr. I love Bill Burr too. I wonder if he's uh, still mad at Stitcher. I doubt it. Have they all given up on that? I yet? think they've all come back to Stitcher because, or a lot of them have been coming back to Stitcher because they're realizing. Is Corolla on Stitcher? Yeah, he's always been on Stitcher. He's been a Stitcher darling for a long time. But he does his commercials like he does them live and he does them in the moment. Like he he'll like break for commercial in the middle of his podcast and or at, at several points. Yeah, they do radio. He does a radio format. Yeah, so does Toad Hop. So he doesn't have to like. Uh, they don't need to like splice in ads on him. You know, his ads get out there no matter what. If Stitcher takes the feed and sends it, his ads get out there. So it's not like um, Sirius, for example, yeah. where our, our our show, when it goes to Sirius, they cut out the That's flashlight. It's so ad. weird. Every time I hear that, it's, it's weird. so weird. Strange. I'll get, because I'll always have it on either in the Stern or Open Anthony channel. I'll turn on my car and just hear myself talking about it. It confuses the fuck out of me. Like, whoa. Yeah, it's weird when you don't expect to hear yourself and you hear yourself. That's right. really weird. I'm like, you that know? guy sounds like me. Wait, that is me. Ah. <laughs> Do you sound like an idiot? Do you listen to yourself and get mad? Yeah, um, what the fuck are you saying, Brian? The old ones I did. <laughs> What's I, changed about you? How have you gotten um, better at podcasting? Because I, I'm not trying to just be as goofy and stupid as possible anymore. Well, you do that as a, almost like, like uh, a girl... You know, that's at a party and no one's paying attention to her. So you'll do something nutty. Cause that's I, all I she act can... like I act like I was acting like how I act like, you know, drunk and hanging out with my like, friends instead of just right. being like, oh, people are listening to me actually talked. You know what I mean? Right. Well, then you had to hear. The... Oh, here's something what? weird that happened to me last night. I wanted to talk about it's kind of the same way. Uh, I had this weird thing happen to me the last two days where I have been giggly and silly and fucking really high energy and like really happy, like giggly happy. Like I was running around poking people with straws last night, like a little kid. And then, and then it just went away and then it came back to normal. And I was like, what was that all about? Like, it almost felt like there was some kind of government up in me for no yeah, reason. The government's got you on a remote control. <laughs> it was they found weird. a way to tune into your frequency. It was weird though. Cause it was like, have I been going through like a, a, de- a long time depression and that was just like a bump out of it you know or something like that or w- have i been like you know lacking something in my in my head or diet or something like that and i just had whatever had like a normalcy for a while because i felt like i was like wow if i felt like this every day i would fucking love life you know like crazy <laughs> you should feel like that every day <laughs> yeah i guess so but like how do you even explain that like you can't like rewind like hey can you look at my database files right. you know and tell me what was going on there well a lot Your of it is report. yeah it could have been a lot of different <laughs> things all at once but it was unnecessary and un- came out of nowhere i mean but it, that's like, probably good oh yeah it was great but i don't, I don't feel like that right now you know? <laughs> <laughs> but you, sh- you can't always feel like that I it's know. almost like you but want good feelings to just come to you instead of you want but i haven't earn felt them. that in i don't know how long like it was one of those things like holy shit man this is crazy i feel like fucking like i'm on ecstasy right now for no reason you haven't felt like that in a while i mean it was weird it was just like it happened last night and i was just like silly and giggly for no reason like i was sober and i was just running around hmm. being crazy Huh. It was great. So uh, I'm setting up this new studio, by the by. We're uh, working on everything right now. So I've started uh, pricing out 
you know, equipment and, and, and getting everything ready in place. I was going to have a raw cement floor, but I realized that sound-wise is kind of wouldn't be good. So I'm going to go with... Uh, go with rubber. Rubber? Rubber floor, you know, like we have like in a gym locker room or Really? Is like that, that good? That should be fun. It'd be comfortable with sound. Hmm. It'd be great for sound. Maybe. I, I like got that shit, that shit in my garage, my uh, gym Yeah, that I drop weights on. Right. That might not be a bad idea. That way, if we drop some phones and shit, they won't get broken. Right. I was actually thinking of going with um, uh, office carpeting, but that rubber floor might be better. Recycled although, tire floor. Although it's a it's a cunt to clean. Really? Yeah. It's not fun to clean. So don't be jizzing on my fucking rubber floor. What about like a floor that they use in like uh, like a not jujitsu gym, like a racquetball? You know, it's only racquetball's like- hard hardwood floors. And that's a real echoey room, a racquetball right. room. Well, you want a soft thing. So the carpet absorbs, and you want to put uh, stuff on the walls, like uh, Corolla's joint. He's got um, like these big uh, cloth uh, ace broadcasting banners mm-hmm. that are framed, and they absorb. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're framed, and it's, it's, it's like screen-printed or silk-screened onto the cloth, and then, then it's framed. Right. So it's his banner in several different places, and that absorbs – the sound, but it might actually be cool just to have um, just uh, I like those those soundproof little cone things. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that uh, those panels with like individual little cones in egg, them, like hundreds cartons. of cones. Yeah, egg cartons. Exactly. Put that shit on the wall. But um, I'm trying to find, and this is where people out in the Twitterverse can help me. I'm trying to find what's the best office chairs. These are kind of cool. I like these. These are all right. But when I sit back on them, sometimes... You got to get those net ones, though, if you want to get the best ones. Those are those the best ones? Fucking thousand dollar net ones. Oh, the Ehrman, Mailer. How dare they? Who the fuck? How dare How'd they, they hack the, the mainframe? I had to turn it back on because our, our phone went off. Or, excuse me, our from. internet went off. No, I got rid of that feature. Hold on. That's a good feature. Um... This is super old school podcast. We've had internet connection problems. We've had old phone calls. Now yeah, this is as old school as we can get. I just need to talk about Trailer Vixen. Oh, how dare you? How dare you? Can't you let it go, son? Uh, you should, the way you should fine. look at that relationship is that there's she no taught me a lot. There's no way you should be able to fuck a girl like that in real life. I have no problems with her. She's fine. Okay, good. Beautiful. So whatever craziness you gotta say, you gotta say to yourself, "Why? Of course there was craziness. She was fucking me. How could she not be crazy?" <laughs> you gotta look My at it that way. Make girls go crazy. Yeah, just you sent her crazy, yeah. and she she wasn't. She has to be crazy to be fucking you in the first place. That's right. She should be fucking some giant supermodel dude, right? She's crazy. Instead, I can't do websites that good. Is that what it is? How dare you? You're going inside, inside knowledge for folks at home. This is, again, just like the old podcast. That's just a joke. No, you pretending that no one was listening. That was a fucking million that people a going, oh, Brian. we got to get those O'Brien t-shirts made. We keep promising those. Yes. Um, but so anybody who has any um, insight as to like what's the best, most comfortable chairs within reason, I guess probably those gravity chairs from Relax the Back. Those would be kind of dope. You should get all massage chairs from Spencer Gifts. But they make too much noise. Mm-hmm. You'd be in the middle of a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They probably make them say, oh, no, no, they're not no. quiet. 
I mean, they're they're fairly quiet. What if we but, get those water podcast. massagers where you like lay in and your head That's just sticks loud. out? Fuck, those things are ridiculous. <laughs> you have to have like an engine that pushes all that water around, doesn't it? Like a pump. I don't know. I like never a, got one of those. It must be. It must be loud as fuck. How could it not be? It's a mechanical thing. Something spinning around. A lot of movement. You know, you're forcing all that water through. Yeah. But I think um, they uh, they have some other chairs that are like these gravity chairs that lean back. But I think they're like more than a thousand bucks each. There's um there's got to be something that's like a decent chair that's like comfortable. I don't know if office chairs are the way to go. I I love these chairs. You think I they're mean, the way these to go? These chairs are really good. It seems like office chairs owe for the most support, right? I think office chairs are the way to go. I never, I mean, couches and other kind of chairs have always seemed like I've we've tried almost everything. You know, we started yeah. off uh, with couch. Yeah, I think we started off with the couch. That which, was whack. that was that was super whack. Yeah. Uh, then we had some other couch. Seems like it would work. But then it's annoying to sit on the couch. You know what would be the best? No, I mean the ultimate What's best. The ultimate? We all had Lazy Boys. That is the ultimate, right? Dude, have you been to a Lazy Boy a, a store? It, they've done a lot of good shit with Lazy Boy. <laughs> would, would, it, would that really be the best? Fuck yeah, we could all have Lazy Boy. all have a laptop right on our lap. Fucking on the side, we have our fucking little places for our drinks. You know? We could easily do that. Dude, if we're going to do it, why, might as well be most How much does a Lazy Boy cost? How much? Let's find out. Dude, Lazy Boys start off probably around 300 bucks even. But, I mean, getting us some pimp Lazy Boy. Dude, Lazy Boy makes some good couches and everything now. Lazy Boy reco- Wow, two thousand five hundred and eighty four dollars. Put a Lazy Boy Boy store. Dude, look at that shit. No, no, not that. That's that's old school Lazy Boy. Go to I think it's Lazy Boy. Lazy Boy. Yeah, I'm Boy. there. I'm there at lazyboy.com. All right, Lazy Boy. It's L A Z Boy.com. if you just go to regular Lazy Boy, it takes you to that one, not to. And um uh, check out these cha- recliners is what you want to check sites, out. Su- their site's getting crushed. I wonder if it's us. Two people at once was too much. <laughs> two people. <laughs> two people and everybody else online was like, yeah, let me open up a separate window here and yeah. see what they got. So these, they recline, all these recline, right? Yeah. Lazy Boy recliner. Okay, how much is this bitch right here? Let's see. This is in cloth. Should it be cloth or leather? Leather, boo. Leather, boo. Fuck cows, right? Fuck cow By the way, arms. all you silly bitches on my website forum that really think that I'm, when I say fuck all the animals, that I really want all the animals to die, I'm talking shit, folks. Did you ever talk shit? Damn, this website, you, this, this website sucks a bag of dicks. <laughs> it's, like it's only meant for modems. Yeah, this website <laughs> is fucking terrible. It's terrible. They show their stupid things, and it's like add to my favorites. Right. It doesn't tell you about them. That shit's... Show me your chairs, you fuckheads. Me. It's right. a sucky website, yeah. lazy boy. Your website blows. Dude, get off your ass and get a new website. Fix it. <laughs> all you- the all the guys are lazy there. <laughs> <laughs> They're just too comfortable to do anything. You want to be the official chair of Death Squad West, you fuckheads. You have to come up with uh, some something better than this. Well, they have some good products. They look good. Yeah, but well, the website sucks so hard; it's hard to look at them. If Lazy boys listening. Do you think that's people listening to the podcast that are doing that? I, I'm, dude, you have, I mean, three thousand people be. or so just go right to lazyboy.com at the same time. It probably is. L A Z. I'm gonna type in pimp lazy boy. Just oh, you know, there's one. I want ostrich skin because ostriches are cunts, Fuck ostriches. cunty birds. 
Whoa, these are dope, dude. My pimped out laser. Okay, I just found it. Look at yeah. this, son. Look at this. Look at this. Look yeah, at this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If we all got those. Yeah. Mm. You could have like a little fucking hose just so you could smoke weed while, you know, coming yeah. out the side of the lazy boy. Rialto Lazy Boy Double Recliner Review. Ooh, son. That might not be a bad idea. Yeah, and maybe have the table where it comes, like we can just like pull the table out. Or something like so, kind it's of like a twelve hundred bucks for the regular ones, and then nineteen hundred bucks for the ones that are in leather. And that thing looks pretty fucking sporty, dude. Lazy boys, and maybe have. Would that really? Be, wouldn't that be annoying though? After like a a couple of hours, would it? Would it? Would it get annoying? Laying down, <laughs> that'd be awesome. You think so? Yeah, dude. Lazy boys are just like this when you lay back, but just imagine more comfortable. You have your feet up like a gentleman. You think that that would be uh, a, a good thing for podcast seats, though? It would suck if I got five Lazy Boys, then we decided it blows. Well, we can- and you can't just have one. If it was just like me with a Lazy Boy and everybody else with a regular chair, <laughs> you fucking dick. Invite me over to your place and sit me in a fucking Staples $50 office <laughs> chair while you got some hey, crazy if, Lazy if, Boys. If they suck, we just move the death squad east or whatever it's called well this one <laughs> this <laughs> one yeah death squad east. east it's east this one is um 450 bucks that's not bad that's a cloth yeah, one with like nice. sides to it, it. it looks pretty i think the only thing that we might run into is like people falling asleep if it gets boring oh those bitches they could right especially yeah. with stoners that could be the issue yeah dude but i mean just if you if you had to ask would i rather sit down for three hours uh, with your feet up and comfortable or j- bouncing on this office chair, you know? Yeah, you that's wanna, true. You, I mean, if we wanted beds, we could get single beds. Each have a single <laughs> bed. We could just all lay there. Dude, that's the move. No, you Did lazy we all, bitch. We should stand <laughs> Did up. we all have our own little blankets? We bring our own pillow. <laughs> It'll be like nap time where we have our little blankets. A little blankie. <laughs> And each person could have their own quilt that that, that that you know fans make, and we could have like the red band quilt. That so we could have conversations like at camp. Yeah, where you're lying in bed and the lights go out. Hey, you guys really think ghosts are real? Yeah. <laughs> or we get the one where we each have our own fucking number. What's it, Tempur-Pedic, where we have our yeah, own. Oh, the, the, no, the blow one, the air one, whatever the fuck it yeah, is. What's air fucking cunty? The one they where suck. They- the one where your way. back goes up. Yeah, those those the Tempur-Pedics are the ones the foam, the memory foam. That's mm-hmm. the good stuff. The the ones that the blow the air in it, like you can get it harder or softer depending right. on what your number is. Those right. suck. I had one of those. It sucks. Well, just get one of the like the the hospital bed ones where you we can put it up and we can all like we're in a hospital room. Dude, that would be the move. If we all had like hospital beds and we had like oxygen just going pumped into us while we're all laying there talking. Yeah. <laughs> they um this uh, website is going to keep me from buying a Lazy Boy. <laughs> no, you need bullshit. to go to a Lazy Boy ch- uh, uh, store. I think there's one here in uh, Thousand Oaks really? or something like that. that it- Maybe we get some sort of a deal with Lazy Boy. Well, if you're listening gotta- to Lazy Boy, contact us. We'll talk about you. We'll, we'll get you back into the fucking – We'll blow you back up. We'll get you in the yeah. mix. We'll get a real website designer to call you and yeah. haul at you. This sack of shit you got going on here where you, you don't even you, – you guys, you silly bitches, you don't even have prices. Oh. Like there's no prices on your website. Like, right. What what kind of nonsense is that? Yeah. Store locator, store locator. What? There's a website and you can't buy shit from your website. 
That's ridiculous. Oh, it's probably because of shipping. That's two thousand. That's so two thousand three. Yeah, but you can't even ship kettlebells without it being a headache. Imagine if having shipping big old lazy boys. Well, we can ship kettlebells without uh, it being a headache. It's just a pain in the ass. But there's other there's there's countries <laughs> cost a lot of money. But there's uh, there's companies rather that that ship big stuff like um, yeah, like crates companies. Yeah, like restoration hardware. You know, they send couches in the yeah. mail all the time. Not in the Drop mail. Ship. They, they deliver them. I wonder if Amazon has lazy boys. They have everything. No, Amazon doesn't have lazy boys. Yep, they do. What? From a different seller. Let's see how much shipping is for a lazy boy. Whoa. Okay. I found it, dude. When you go to Amazon, look at this. Sweat this right here. This professional high back leather lazy boy. Look at this. This 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 is what we need. Dude. Oh yeah, but there's no there's no foot leg support. That's oh, the, that's the so big thing. we get those. We get separate leg supports. No, yeah, that's not the same. Man. No, no, like you get a nice ass fat lazy boy. It feels like you're. This one has a leg support. Look at that. Little that's thing. Factory. That's not the same thing. I'm talking about the one where you like, you know, the thing comes out of the bottom of the chair and you're like pretty much laying down. Yeah, it's just a bomb. Yeah, lazy boy recliner is what it's called. Yeah, that's you really do have to get a recliner, huh? Yeah. Yeah, you can't fuck around. This is pretty sick though. This lazy boy chair. The presidential high back swivel chair. That looks pretty fucking sporty. Like that looks cool too. That would be like a cool chair to have in there. It's a thousand bucks, man. You look at the look, this one's not a, a, a lazy boy, but if you go look at this one, it's called the Wickenburg bonded leather rocker recliner in brown, where it's just a big old puffy <laughs> lazy boy chair that looks fucking comfortable as fuck that looks like something that you sit in before you suck a cock like, <laughs> let me just build my- <laughs> I don't even know what that means I like which one is that that's called like- that- oh look at this that? one coaster fu- coaster furniture tritone burgundy top grain leather recliner that that right there man oh it's only got three stars though this recliner comes with AIDS recliner made in <laughs> China <laughs> Um, if you if you had lazy boy recliners though, do you think that it would change the overall tone of a podcast and make people like too like comfortable, lethargic? Man, we keep the receipt. Joey Diaz would fall asleep, man. Well, you put let Joey Diaz put his feet up. Listen, dog. Listen, you blame on one fucking Penn and Teller thing. Pen, fuck Penn and Teller. Remember how angry he got when we played Penn Gillette's rant? What are you wasting my time here for? Like he was angry. Why are you letting somebody talk besides me? I'm the fat guy around here. Um, um, I can't find. Uh, there's some pretty good ones. It seems like that might be uh, an option, but we have to find a place where we can uh, sit in one of these things. That's funny. It was one place that that chair I looked at. It was 900 bucks, mm-hmm. and this place, same chair, Lazy Boy Presidential Chair, 1500 bucks. Bed and pillows. Bed and pillows. You Just think? get a huge fucking bed, wall to wall. We all lay down like hippies, and we all have our own little beanbag pillows and stuff. And we like, can bring blankets. I don't think that's the move. Like rave style. I think this is the move. I think this uh, high back presidential office chair is the move. That uh, looks so sick. Twelve person hot tub, dude. That, but this looks so sick. This presidential chair looks so dope. That would like, uh, and it looks comfortable. 
and a whole like studio filled with them, I think that's the perfect compromise. Like, See, that doesn't look comfortable with me. That looks are actually you that looks super uncomfortable. Oh. It looks like one of those stiff chairs where you have to you oh, can't you can't recline back. Yeah, you can. Yeah, it reclines. It's it leans back. No, that just rocks back. That whole thing's connected. Oh yeah. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I oh, exactly. I see what you're saying. Yeah. It doesn't fold at the uh, at the joint. Yeah. Yeah. You lean back. Lean back. I don't know, dude. I, I'm I'm partial to this. I, I need just, to try this out somewhere. I think we just need a silver one of the silver bullet trailers, and then we pimp that motherfucker out, <laughs> and then we could have the fucking studio anywhere the fuck we want. Well, we could have a mobile studio. It's not a bad idea to also have. But I want to just have one of that. Well, because it's not enough space. No, have you seen the big ones? They're huge. The silver, what are they? Which the, one are they? The, the Airstream Stream? trailers. Airstream? Look at this, Airstream? mother. Look at this. Go, go to airstream.com. <laughs> this shit. We could completely give up the idea of, of a studio and just get a trailer. Look at these fucking trailers. These things are fucking amazing. And you can have this anywhere you want to go. Like, if you want to go to fucking San Diego. If you want to fucking, I do like the idea of uh, having something that you could bring with you, like uh, something that you could tow with you. Mm-hmm. But really, if we were going to do that, why would we get a, a studio? We, we could get a studio bus. The right way oh, yeah. to do it is to have like one of those uh, mobile home things. Yeah. Not a mobile home. What are those called? Man. RVs. Where people travel across the country in those big trucks. Look at that motherfucker. That's pretty dope, but it doesn't have a car part. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that's why like, we get a sweet car to add to it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> we get a fucking... Um, how big is inside of that Dude, thing, it's humongous. They have all different <coughs> sizes. They have sizes that you could... People I mean, people live in these things. Right, but how much does one of those cost? Look at look at, the, look at these floor plans. Wow, these are pretty fucking huge. Dude. The, the dope move would be, dude, to get one of these as a travel thing, and then we go on a tour. We go, like, we start in Seattle... And we go down Seattle, San Francisco, or Seattle, Portland. Come on. You could fucking pimp this bitch out. Like, look at this shit. You could pimp this shit. That could be our podcast studio. Yeah, the whole studio. If we gutted this whole thing out and got it all soundproof, got it high tech. I know know companies that actually do that. Can you imagine, though, if you got a car accident while you're podcasting, how bad that would suck? And who's going to drive? All our friends are assholes. Dude, (laughs) we get your fucking driver, dude. The the guy that buys all the CDs. You get that guy? (laughs) Get that guy. Might not be a bad idea. I mean, and and we can just go anywhere. So fuck, like, oh, what, what, you have a show at the Hollywood Improv. You fucking park this thing right in front. That would be pretty dope. Yeah, you grab people. I mean, that's like having a studio anywhere you go. But these things, they're towed. What you really want is one with a right. steering wheel that drives. Right. You just get a touring coach. The thing about this though is when you're to- when if you get towed, if you have one of those that gets towed then you don't even talk to the guy that's driving. He's just taking you there. You're completely closed off in a whole other area. So you don't have to hear him on the phone. You have to hear him yelling in Russian. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Big-ass yeah, truck big ass one. one. They this have mer- ones. We're looking at one that says uh, the Mercedes-Benz one. Which yeah. one that, was that called? That's called a Avenue or Interstate Touring Coach by Airstream. And they also have one called the Interstate, which... Looks like Airstream's on the same server as your... That shit's your, huge. Yeah. And, I mean, this shit's like a fucking house. Yeah. I need to... I need, maybe I should just buy one and sell and there's my car a smaller and buy one. one How much are these things? There's a smaller one you could live in, dude. Look at that. That's a van. Basically, you'd be like... You'd be the creepy van guy. Yeah. That's not bad, dude, because I'm only at home. See, I just need to put my animals somewhere. Maybe I could get one of those. You don't want to live in a van. Why not? <laughs> You're ready to give up on life. Mm-mm. 
I'm never home. Where I'm home just to sleep. Well, you should get a, a secured apartment somewhere. Yeah, some safe place where I just have too many animals for that shit. Oh yeah, you can't get apartments. I'm beyond a help. Dog. If anyone in LA wants a fucking cat, Shh, I got one for you. Don't give away your cat. It was one cat that I need to get away with. The old one, right? Yeah, the old one. That's rude. It's as fuck. just it just doesn't want to be around anybody. You, you brought a anymore. dog and another cat involved. I know it hates those. You two. mixed up the the cat the cat's life. Well, the, the other two are a fucking like buddy cop movie, and and they're they, cool. Yeah, they're cool together. They love each other. And this one's just like I hate you guys. Get this away! From happens me. those old cats. They don't like new. cats. I just want to make it a helicopter and be done with it. Why? Well, I, I, <laughs> I have one cat. I have one cat that's fifteen, and one cat that's two. I love both of them though. You have good cats. Yeah, they're they're, nice cats. They're both cool. But the the two year old fucks with the fifteen year old relentlessly. Yeah, she's always. You need to get a small dog for that cat. The small dog will take care of it. Well, buddy, buddy, with the nice cat. No. (laughs) By the way, don't ever bring your fucking dog over here because my whole family would go crazy for it. All the girls. Oh my god, it's so Hmm, cute. Oh my god. I'm going to bring it over next time. I'm going to get a nice haircut, get some bows, bring yeah, it over. If you did, it would be gone. If you wanted Good. to get rid of it, oh, for I sure. Do. I do. It really would All be right, gone. Well, there we go. I could probably take it if you really want. Yeah. The I girls do. would go nuts because your dog is so friendly and she's so small. My daughters will go crazy. How old is your dog? Three uh, years old? A year and a half. But it's got herpes from your ex-girlfriend, right? No. That's no, I sucked all me. of the herpes right out of that dog. Fucking <laughs> 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 shows. Like, cleaned a bullet out of that piece show of has deteriorated drastically oh, since we came back. Pubic hair. Um, I'm sorry about the, the shit going down earlier, ladies and gentlemen. We're really uh, going to have to fix our issues here. But um, Death Squad West should be up and, and cracking. I'm trying to get it done. Um, we're in June. I want to get it ju- done before uh, July. Uh, we're trying to figure out whether or not we're going to do a big Vegas show at the Mandalay Bay in July. If we do do it, it will be full Death Squad, Ari and Joey, hopefully. Um, and uh, Brian will come down, too, and maybe even Doug Benson, because uh, I think Doug's playing poker down then, because so he, he just asked for uh, tickets the other day. Hmm. And Oh, uh, I'm supposed to come down... I'm doing Doug's uh, podcast in Vegas. I think that's the yeah, same yeah. weekend. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. 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 Let's yeah, he do did. that, and let's stay for an extra day to do Doug's shit. All right, we might do that. We might, I can't stay an extra day, but uh, <laughs> but uh, we'll get things cracking. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's wrap this bitch up. Yeah. So uh, tomorrow night, uh, the Ice House Comedy Club, the second stage, and which is only 85 seats. If you never been there for those shows, it's the most intimate. And uh, I got some new shit I'm trying to work out on, and I'm going to do some question and answer too, just in in an effort to try to come up with some new shit. It's uh, this is the the period of time for me where it's the most uh, nerve wracking and chaotic because I'm just fucking around and writing a lot. But uh, but it's really fun, and one of the funnest things about it is uh, doing these ice house shows because. The crowds are so cool. It's like it's the perfect environment to fuck around and practice and try to stretch out and come up with new stuff. And everybody's really uh, enjoying them. We're going to do them on a regular basis, folks. Most likely Wednesday of every week, and a lot of them are Friday. Um, I'm not going to be at all the Friday ones, but I'm going to be at most of the Wednesday ones. And uh, that's it. We're rolling, bitches. We got more coming. Uh, Tomorrow we are uh, we're off because you got something going on. I'm going to E3, but then we have the Ice House Chronicles that tomorrow night. Right. It starts uh, the podcast will start at eight. The show's at eight thirty. IceHouseComedy.com. Thursday, um, 
is not John Anthony West. John Anthony West has been moved to Friday. Thursday is now Uriah Faber. So Thursday, Uriah has a, a really short schedule, and he's in town, and he's going to do it live. John Anthony West is going to do it through Skype. It's going to be our first Skype podcast. Video, so, video or just audio? Video and audio. So he's going to show us pictures and tell us things. So it'll be a little weird for the folks that are just listening, but we'll explain it as best we can. And if you don't know who John Anthony West is, he's one of my personal heroes. He's an Egyptologist, a, a fascinating, brilliant guy who is the uh, producer of uh, a video series called Magical Egypt, which is one of the most comprehensive video series on ancient Egypt and the, especially like the hidden symbolism involved in hieroglyphs and, and the, the, the construction of their, their, uh, their, their pyramids and their, their temples and all their different things. I mean, really amazing, amazing stuff. That I, I can't stress enough how pumped I am to talk to this guy. Because uh, he's uh, just uh, an incredible source of information when it comes to Egypt. The guy's been involved in studying it his entire life, and he's got just some brilliant work out there. Can't wait to talk to that dude. Uh, so that's Uriah Faber on Thursday. John Anthony West is going to be on Friday, and I think we got someone on Saturday, dude. Saturday. Yeah, I think some something's going on on Saturday. May or may not be happening on Saturday. Like someone who couldn't do it any other day. I'll let you know as soon as we get out of this podcast. I'm not sure what the fuck I'm talking about here. I don't even know what I'm saying. That sledgling stuff. I'm not sure about this. Might be ruining me. <laughs> sledgling and Alpha Brain together are battling for dominance. All right. Um, thank you everybody for tuning into the podcast. Thanks for everybody who. Uh, thanks to everybody who came to Edmonton this uh, past weekend. Ari and I had a great fucking time. Uh, like I said before, I appreciate the fuck out of it, and there's not a moment where I'm taking any of this for granted. And. Uh, uh, we're going to keep this bitch rolling. Thanks to the Fleshlight for sponsoring our podcast. Go to JoeRogan.net, click on the link for the Fleshlight, enter in the code name Rogan, and save yourself 15% off the number one sex toy for men. Thank you also to Onnit.com, makers of Alpha Brain, Shroom Tech Sport, Shroom Tech Immune, and New Mood. We will have kettlebells and protein powder made out of hemp and raw cocoa and maca coming soon and got a lot of good stuff on the horizon and uh, that's all for today you dirty bitches so we'll see you on thursday with uriah faber and then friday will be john anthony west today if you're wondering if you're somewhere in the future and you have just stumbled upon this podcast it is june 5th 2012 would have been better if i said 2000 without slurring 2012 all right that's it. Buy a Death Squad shirt. Go buy a Death Squad shirt. Go to DeathSquad.tv. And we got a Mike Maxwell Death Squad shirt, a new one that's coming out. It's fucking dope. It's a chimp with a gas mask on it. It says Death, Death Squad Department of Health and Welfare. Love it. Excellent. We're also going to have those T-shirts that Maxwell made, or excuse me, those posters that Maxwell made for Chicago and Atlanta. We're going to turn those into T-shirts because so many people have been requesting them. And they're really cool posters, and it's available on MikeMaxwellArt.com. Mike will also be there tomorrow night. He's coming down to, uh, to the Ice House. So that's it, you freaks. We love you. We're all in this together. All of us. As unlikely as it seems, although it makes no sense, we are all part of something much greater than ourselves. One big, giant fucking soup of things all spinning around.